All right, welcome to episode five of Lizards and Locations Tavern Ramblings. Uh, this is John here with you with also... Andrew, I'm here to tell you about your lord and savior, the Fae Warlock. The Fae Warlock. <laughs> the Fae Patron. Uh, so we are here to talk about a kind of two playtests and, and, and kind of combined. Yeah, one and a half. One and a one half. One and a quarter. Yeah, so we're going to do playtest seven, which... Uh, was pretty big one, not as big as Playtest Six, but still very, very big. I think they were pretty similar. Yeah, the they had I think there's like two less classes. Is the uh, main thing. Um, and then we're also going to talk about Bastions and some of those new Cantrip uh, rewrites that they did as well. Uh, but we can just put that when we talk about spells. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of an easy thing there. Mm -hmm. So first of all, let's kind of get us started with what's going, what's in this, right? What's what's covered in the seventh as well as the Bastions. So the first thing we know is that there's five classes that are talked about, and those five classes are the Barbarian, the Fighter, the Sorcerer, the Warlock, and the Wizard. So they're kind of looking at those five there. Mm -hmm. um, there and we'll talk about these classes and, and as we get more into it. it. Just based off that, anything that really sticks out to you, like just those five that you, when you look through them, like, okay, that one's, you know, that's different. Or um, No, I, I was kind of surprised, actually, because like, I remember I watched a little bit of the wizard and the sorcerer, and they made their own like distinct things, like earlier on. Yeah. Uh, they've changed a couple of things about the wizard that I liked that they that they changed, and then they reverted it because I guess people didn't like the create spell or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Create uh, spell. And... I thought that was really cool. I thought that was perfect for like a wizard to do that kind of thing. I'm, I'm looking at a camera for no reason right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, like that was one of the things where I was like, huh, they took that out. I thought that was a really good like. I guess they didn't want to codify it as to only a wizard can do this. Yeah. But I thought that was a good, like, uh, flavor thing for the wizard, but apparently uh, it didn't score higher or whatever. It but, definitely gave me thoughts as a DM of, like, you know what? I would like to allow my wizards to have that ability if they get at a level sure. where they could create a spell. Like, that's I, cool. I mean, I, I get, but, like, my point is that why was, why limit it to wizards if you don't mm, have to? Absolutely. So yeah. Like, if like can a sorcerer, instead of doing a um, freaking... I don't know, fireball with that's ice. Like, is that really only a wizard can figure out how to do that? Like, yeah, I don't know. It depends on like, if it's a, a like a dragonic wizard with like silver dragon blood mm -hmm. and like, that's their, their chosen thing. Like it would make sense that they would be able to do that, but like maybe only for their element as opposed to a wizard who can do it for anything. Yeah. Which is hard to codify yeah. right? because you know, now you're getting to very specific. So maybe it's just better to leave it open-ended for home. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and like the the less you specify, the better for this kind of thing. As much as people get up, will probably get upset if you only bring a rule book out that's like you know, sixty pages. They'd be like, "Oh man, I spent, you know, fifty bucks for this." Yeah, but from a from a gameplay perspective, I think the more they leave up to chance, the more they leave up to the DM, mm -hmm. the more it'll be tailored to that specific table, which is good. Yeah. Other, other than that, um, they nerfed the. Uh, the don't take damage from anything except for a psychic barbarian, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Yep. But and they added it. They added. Uh, yeah, they, they they took some out. Yeah. They put some in. But I thought that was just yeah. funny because like that's like a meme at this point. Like, oh yeah, yeah the barbarian. You just take take the bear totem and never take and damage never from anything. Yeah. Uh, besides that, um, you know, I really like the warlock, but I've I've we'll get to that. Yeah, we're gonna spend probably quite a bit of time on that. Uh, fighter. They put a cool thing in and then took it out, but we'll get to that as well. Mm-hmm. Sorcerer, I thought, got some pretty cool early level stuff, in my opinion. Yeah. The arcane stuff, you know, that was fun. Well, I mean, I feel like that was already in there. Like, that, that's the thing, is, like, the, a lot of the sorcerer is, like, 
they changed a couple things. Mm. Like they nerfed a couple of the like they think they nerfed twin spell yes, or something they did. like that. Yeah. But besides and, that, like the the sorcerer didn't change a lot. Yeah. Which I think is good because I liked the fifth the play, the playtest five magical rage yeah. essentially is what I think that's a good idea. Yeah. It's more raw power. Right. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of and that's what sorcerer is raw right. power. Right. They don't have a patron given to them. It's not that it's learned. They are. It, essentially going through life and getting more powerful you, you know right um yeah through I, some strange circumstance of their birth they have magical powers yeah they am a wizard but not really so i think i think we'll get through those classes um and be able to talk about those mm-hmm. i wanted to mention that obviously each one of these classes has subclasses that have been changed but uh there were two new subclasses that were added uh like completely new path of the world tree barbarian which i think is fucking badass mm-hmm. uh, and then the brawler fighter which we can talk about it, but <laughs> spoiler alert, it's been axed. They took it out. <laughs> uh, so, according we to... We can talk about why they did that. Yeah, according to Perkins and Crawford, by the way, the, each class will have a new uh, sub subclass. So, the in the case of the fighter... Uh, not the fighter. Yeah, it's the fighter. Brawler, yeah. right? They're getting rid of that, but there's still going to be something new. So, the, the sure. new core books will have something new for them. Sure. I mean, like, at some point, they're going to go through all of the 3.5 prestige classes and be like, oh, shit, what, what do we have left? Fuck, uh. <laughs> Copy-paste. Um, yeah, wow. so so we'll talk about classes, subclasses. Um, there was some spell changes going on. There were some revised spell lists. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we talked about it, it was coming. They're getting rid of the arcane, divine, and... Um, primal. Primal, thank you. Uh, that's going away. There's now going to be specific class spell lists again. I'm going to be real with you. I'm keeping that for my homebrews. Like, the arcane. Yeah, the... the well, the, specifically splitting off primal and divine. And divine. Which, they, which usually... Which in the past, like the ranger and the druid and the barbarian, I guess, sometimes. Yeah. They would have these spells and it would be classified as divine spells. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand why, because it is, like, a nature god giving it to them. But, yeah. like, in that case, all spells are divine because Mithra is the one giving ma- ma- magical energies and allowing people to, to yeah. use it. Yeah. So, like, it contrivances, contrivances, contrivances. I enjoy the primal divine split, so I will be keeping that for my particular games because and it, it won't have any real, like... Excuse me. <laughs> It won't you have just reminded any... me actually. Yeah. <laughs> it won't have any like mechanical changes unless they go back to making some mechanics for that. But just from a flavor standpoint, I enjoy that more than not. I enjoy it. I'm, I, I'm smiling it because I I'm also for what I so I've been working on a homebrew world that I haven't really shared too much with people. But um the the history of the world is is based on who holds the power is mm. the people of the primals, the people of the arcane, or is the people of the divine. And that has set the ages in motion. Okay. Uh, so there has been moments when the primal are on top, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then that affects how we see the people of the divine and how we see the people of the arcane. Sure. So it's, it's a, I'm actually doing it as a lore reason uh, for my homebrew uh, world cool. I'm making on. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So that, uh, yeah, I love it. I, I actually like, the, that idea of splitting those three mm-hmm. because you know I think about your magic your um my gosh uh, the unshackling the unshackling I'm like okay what gets affected by this you, you know what I mean so is this an arcane thing is this a divine thing is it all of them you, you know what I mean um, and if you have that separation now you have even more of a lore reason or a plot reason mm-hmm. why something like that could be affected you, you know and there and like 
And you guys have kind of tinkered around with that in the Pillars of Creation campaign that we run. Mm. Where it's like, it's all spells. Anytime, and it's not even spells sometimes, there are things that you can do as a class feature that involves the mechanic. Invoking something. Right, it involves like the thing that causes the Unshackling to be a thing also applies to other things that can happen. Yep. So it's not just spell that it's spells, it's just that spells are doing the thing that triggers the thing. Yes. So like it's a chain of like cause and effect where it doesn't necessarily have to be a spell. It can be other things that that trigger the unshackling and can cause instability and nonsense. Mm -hmm. And like, on it, and like it, it's not to go into it too much, but you know, because spo spoilers. But yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. It definitely adds some some danger to spellcasting in general, mm -hmm. which I think spellcasters kind of need. Because spellcasting yeah. is so powerful, and like. Oh man! If I if I cast you know a second level spell and that almost kills my party because it changed the healing to lightning. Yeah. That's spoiler alert. That is a thing that happened. Yeah. Imagine if you cast like a level eight spell healing spell that goes wrong, or a oh level my gosh. Yeah. or a level eight damaging spell that goes awry. Like the and like the more the higher up they go, like the higher the risk. Yeah. The sense of you invoking some type of catalyst. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, can cause something cataclysmic you know what i mean yeah. and in a bad way yeah yeah uh, i like that um another thing that we'll talk about that we'll see is actually not too big but there were some weapon revisions that was done in seven yeah playing with the weapon masteries playing with what is classified as simple or martial. yeah and then and we decided to adopt that into our games but at a slight like we modified I, I modified it. it a little bit because yeah. i am myself and i can't be asked to just do <laughs> rules as written i guess <laughs> and it's uh you know it's it, it I thought it, once we talked about it, I thought it mixed well. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, no. It, I it think seems it was like a system that you can. I think, play it, with. I think it went flawlessly. I think it's exactly the what it should be, and that's why I did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, lastly, I don't think we need to spend too much time on it, but there was some feats. That, there was a feat change where the ability score improvement, but that was already playtested earlier. So we can just mention that real quickly. Uh, Bastions is the big thing, right? Bastions, Bastions. has its own PDF. To look at there's a lot to change about bastion i don't even know if we could go over all of bastions if, even if it had its own freaking thing so I, we'll, I think we'll gloss over it and just kind of like yep. dip our toes into like the vast deep end that is having a keep or a bastion of yeah. your own that like you can do so much with it's just that's that, there's so many different things you can do with that yeah so uh, yeah and that's that's the big stuff mm -hmm. that, that's going to be in this episode nice. um so let's get to barbarians yeah let's get to it so the good what, is there anything good that you saw and uh, what was going on there? Uh, let me think. Uh, the reckless attack going from instead of just your turn, it goes all the way till the start of your next turn. I thought that was really nice because mm -hmm. it allows you to use those reckless attack bonus or advantages on um, on attack opportunities. Yeah, and like and reactions and stuff. Reactions like that. is the big one. That's yeah, the big so one. so like that was a big thing. That's actually like an entire other attack if you position your barbarian as barbarians are always positioned and you should never not have them positioned that way but yeah other than that it's a lot of stuff that was just from tasha's that really That's is say. kind of the same thing the instinctive pounce and stuff. Yeah, yeah and like they reverted a bunch of stuff from like they put primal knowledge back down to two which is fine they there wasn't really anything specific like the oh the persistent rage changing from uh now if you're incapacitated it still goes until you're unconscious yep which yeah. I think is kind of the point of the persistent rage is like, yep. oh yeah, you're, you're. I took this thing specifically so that my rage doesn't go away, and like, oh man, you got hit by like a spell, 
And now you're fucked. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, a beholder uses one of its, you know, gazes at you. Like, doesn't mean I'm going to lose my rage, right? Now, if I go completely unconscious, that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, I think it's intended. So, yeah, if you're going to have persistent rage as a thing, like, just because your hands were tied for, like, four seconds, like, oh, and now your rage is gone. Like, that is... uh... I was curious what they meant by that first one, the deafened part. Because they said, hey, even if you have blinded or, or, or was it, uh... Def, like the danger sense I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? Uh, if they're blinded or deafened, you still have da- like it still works with danger sense. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, I wonder, I wonder why they did that. So are they saying that this is a different sense that's not relying on eyes and ears? And, well, right. You is, know, the danger sense for last time wasn't or was. Am I, am I being incorrect here? But isn't that the uh, if I can see it, I I have a dexterity advantage, advantage on dexterity saving yep. throws. Yeah. They just buffed it essentially. Yeah. So now it's anything. You have that. It's just on dexterity saving throws. You don't have to see it. It kind of you don't have to deafen. It's it's only if you're incapacitated. It's almost like spider sense. It, like I'm thinking about it. Be, like I guess it would, Spidey it doesn't would, have it, to see it. it so. Yeah, it would be if Spider-Man had to see the thing yeah. you're talking about, but he doesn't. It's more of a wisdom, like awareness thing yeah. that he has. But now you don't have to see it because you can be blind, right? And you could be deaf. You just like all of a sudden have that inclination. So it became more like Spidey sense. It is. A, it is now more like Spider sense. Yes. Yeah. Spider tingles, as a it's been affectionately called. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, we can talk about the subclasses when we get the subclasses and, and stuff, unless you want to do that at the same time, but... I mean, I'm not really sure what other is, else there is to say about Barbarian, like, the base class. It's pretty much what it has been. Yeah. There's not a lot of differences. No, it, it was just some level management, like, moving stuff, uh, like, changing what level you get stuff, right? Yeah. And a lot of that was because they made some changes early on in playtests. Yeah. And they said, oh, wait, we want this to line up with all those other, like, yeah. sub, you know, like, Tasha's yeah. and Xanathar's and stuff. Yeah, they had some good ideas, and they just put, kind of put them wherever, which, honestly, throughout these playtests has been kind of all over the place. Yeah, like chaotic. They just, they just kind yeah. of put things in places where it doesn't really make any sense, like, these really powerful things at level 11, and then these super, like, eh, things at level 17, where it's like, you can't have a bad thing at level 17, dude. That's where you're supposed to be, yeah. like... That's when you're like wizards are getting ninth level spells. Yeah, like, that's when yeah. and and we're, we're always going to I'm always going to compare it to this. If that thing that they're getting at level 17 isn't as good as I'm changing my friend into a dragon, you're going to be like, "Okay, why would I bother then? What's yeah. the point of it?" Because if you're going to give me this, it needs to be good. It needs to be something that if I, if it's not transforming into a dragon, it needs to be something I'm using like every single time I think of what am i going to do next turn that needs to be an option yeah because otherwise it's not there's no point to it yeah that's and that's always my thing and, and, and like again it doesn't have to be changing to a dragon because you can only do that so many times you have like one or two ninth level spell slots or even but like seventh level spell slots are pretty good too and you have you know two or three of those it's just one of those things where it was a noticeable trend that i saw where it was like these don't really make any sense they need to readjust where they're giving what to who yeah and then, but that being said, um, one of the better things I saw was Brutal Critical, where they changed it from extra dice of whatever it is you're doing to, it's just now a d12. Yeah. You, get, you can get a, a critical. punch you, I can use an axe. Yeah. Like yeah. if you, you if you could use like a freaking dagger, 1d4 damage, but if you get a critical, that's bumps it up to 1d, you get an extra 1d12 damage, which is pretty good. Yeah. And that still gets doubled in your whatever system of, of crit you're using. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which you'll, and you'll probably have advantage on most of your attacks because yep. every barbarian I've ever seen has used reckless attacks basically every time. Yeah. So let's say you take uh-huh. your your critical, right? The mm-hmm. way you do criticals. At, oh, yeah. At when you take level 17, right? 
uh, level 17, they get 3d12 brutal, brutal critical. That's 36 automatic, and then you get to roll. Yeah, see, that is a good yeah, level mean, 17 buff. Like, yeah. okay, 3d12. Right away, like, yeah. Yeah, without anything else. Yeah, that's that's really, really good. Yeah. And then add your rage damage, add your... You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. add all those kind of things. Yeah. We're talking way better minimum hits now. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. think that's where barbarians need to be, because, like, barbarians, when they're just rolling, when they don't have a critical, their their damage can fluctuate wildly just from dice, just because of dice rolls. Mm -hmm. If you're using a great axe, which, you know, I would say 40% of barbarians probably use yeah. a great axe. Yeah, great axe, great sword, you yeah. know, along those lines. Well, I mean, specifically a great axe because yeah. that's the 1d12, because yeah. the d12 is the barbarian. Great sword's 2d6, that's true. That's right. Yeah. Which I'm kind of like... So it's just better. It's just but, better because you know? <laughs> my minimum is two now. <laughs> yeah, like it, it just is better, but whatever. Yeah. Um, from an average's point of view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I think the, the the average from a for the greatsword is like 7.5 and the average for a great axe is 6.5. It's just an entirely one, one point, point of damage better, better yep. at a baseline. So it, it's not, neither here nor there, though. But I, I did like Brutal Critical. I did like that they gave him the D12. I, anytime you give anybody a D12, it's fun because mm -hmm. it's been so ignored for so long in the, the Dungeons & Dragons space. Yeah, and it's not new, but the Primal Champion's fun. Like, the if, if you if you get the level 20 Barbarian, twenty four, you have a possibility of getting 24 Strength, 24 Constitution. Like, you go up by 4 with a max of 24. Raw before items. Yeah, you know, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. That's fun. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's having, seven. <laughs> having better anything. Think about your health points, by the way. If, well, I mean, sorry. you're going to have a million health yeah. points at level 20 <laughs> barbarian either way. But yeah, you give it, you like, you know, you add another 40 hit points to it yeah. because constitution goes up by, by two. that two times 20. So yeah. like, just you get to level 20, you get your normal and then you get an extra 40. And then your strength is also probably at least 20 by then. Probably 22. Yeah, 20, I mean, 20. actually, it is probably 24, 24. Assuming you take all your ASIs and do... And then, call. yeah. I don't know. Like, that's... You could, you could easily do it. Yeah. But you would have a character that doesn't have a lot of fun things it can do. Not as many feats. Besides, I mean, like, and feats are one of the best things about the game, if you ask me. Like, I really miss all of the feats that we used to have at 3.5, but... Yeah. I mean, you and I both do the background feat mm -hmm. that because the, that they brought in with um, with Spelljammer. Spelljammer, yeah, because they had the tough one that was attached to it. Yeah, they just attached. They just tough attached the feet to the, the other one. The only one they did. Oh, actually, that, oh was there another there one? Was two, there, there was two. There was two. Two. So two backgrounds had yeah. feet, and none of the other ones did. I'm just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then they did for I don't know if it was Big Bees or whatever it was. They said, hey, if if they have a feat from their background, you should probably allow your players to have, other players to have one, too. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's one of those things that go, kind of goes without saying. Yeah. But I understand they wanted the backgrounds to have, like, specific things, like the Gambler one that, yeah. I, that I do with Astra that we're going to be playing in, like, an hour or so. Yeah. Or, like, she's supposed to have, like, this innate sense of, like, what's going to happen, like, what are the odds of something happening. Like, you could argue that is like a feat because I use it like a feat, mm -hmm. but it's very limiting. And so what I think is, like, you should be able to do that thing or if you don't necessarily care about, you know, like, the sage. Like, I think the sage gives you, like, specific uh, bonuses if you're talking to somebody. Yeah. Or investigator where, like, oh, yeah. Things like arcana or investigation. Yeah, and it's yeah. just, like, basic things. It's, like, that's not exactly – if you're if, unless you're specifically in that situation, that there's not a lot of use for it. So, like, mm. if you could trade that in for, you know, a feat like uh, Shadow Touched or Fade Touched or something that gives – like – 
that like gives you the reason why you're doing that the, the reason why that is your backstory and like it gives you a feat that you can use constantly all the time as opposed to you know once in a freaking once every 10 11 sessions where yeah. you happen to be in the place that your background kind of fits into mm -hmm. whereas like if you're in like the wild space you're like oh yeah you're tough you just have more hp you know when that's applicable fucking all the time <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about the fighter so uh all right with the, with the fighter um some of the new stuff that kind of changed there uh, one of the big things is the idea of the action search, right? It now allows you to essentially you can do any type of action, anything yeah. except magic. magic. Yeah, and they are defining magic as one spells, but also two using magic items. Yep, eat right? a dick, wizard fighters. Yeah, so eat a whole dick. If you have the wand of fireball, right, you yeah. cannot use it twice there. Um, so that that's a pretty big thing, but also mm -hmm. action search allowing me to dash although i can't i'm trying to think if i had a fighter that wanted to say hey can i action search dash i don't know why i would say no to that like except for if i was just going by raw well you i mean yeah the, the idea is that it, that's what the raw says so yeah that's why people yeah. ask like oh well it, it says right here that this is how it works so dm can you overrule that and usually mm -hmm. they say yes because like why not yeah the big thing also i don't i can't remember if they mentioned on here uh, so they, they say the section, the, the the second win does the short rest. Mm -hmm. But realistically, you know, we were doing that uh, one shot, and Mary's character had had fight. No, it wasn't one shot. It was the pillars. She's a fighter in that. Mm -hmm. I was like, how many second wins do you have? She's like, oh, I have one. I was like, well, now you don't. You yeah. know, <laughs> like I looked Maybe. down. I was like, you have three now. <laughs> yeah, and like I like that too because, you know, it's kind of like a. Just like a little healing thing that they get because, you know, they're good at... They, they're supposed to be front line. Yeah. And they don't have as much health as the Barbarian. Mm -hmm. So giving them some way to kind of recoup that, even if it is, you know, Second Wind is... You know, it takes out of their action economy. Yeah. So it's, it's... And it does something new, too. Right now I can use my Second Winds to do... Was it Disengage? Right? Yeah, like they had a couple other things where... Yeah. There's like two things that she could do on, on top of it. Yeah. Right? And it was, it was interesting... But yeah, it's like the tactical shift where like a level five, it's a level five feature where you can move without provoking attack opportunity. Yes, that's what with was. your second win. Like in order, as well as healing, you get a free disengage. Uh -huh. Or not, not necessarily. It's not the same thing, but it's essentially like it. It does the same thing where you don't provoke an opportunity. You basically like tactical retreat or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and that actually the word tactical reminds me the new tactical mind is really fun. At level two, they can use a second wind mm -hmm. to roll that dice to add to an ability check. Yeah. So it's like now they're getting more what they can use the second wind for, and that gives them more reason why I should have more of them. You know. So I think fighter. Where do you see that the uh, oh, yeah. level two? Uh, it should say tactical mind. Tactical mind. When you fail on a ability check, you can use your second wind. Yeah, it does say that. Yeah. Uh, so and that's that's completely new. So this this is something new from this uh, playtest, and I I really liked it. I thought that was really cool. Um, I I like it because it. Brings them more into line with like the other skill based, like, like the rogue and the bard, I guess, because they are like supposed to be skilled. Like the fighter is yeah. supposed to be like expert. good. Yeah, they're supposed to be expert in what mm -hmm. they do. So it makes sense that they were like, okay, for things that I'm good at, it would make sense for me to have some way to up my die roll on my yeah. skill checks. Because like it, it feels bad to be like, oh yeah, you're the stupid fighter. Like, mm -hmm. eh. like you may not, you don't have to have like high intelligence to be a fighter, but. The idea that this person who trains day in, day out with, like, 
all of their weapons or or maybe just with a couple weapons yeah isn't good at like the thing that they decide to do is like that doesn't make any sense yeah yeah you don't have to be intelligent to yeah. understand sword fighting because right? well it you depends on, it, it's it helps yeah. It does help because reading your opponent and mm -hmm. like knowing what to do, but you can train that into yourself as like well. Like know your craft so well, right? You know, like I don't like understand being... the shift and the weight. You yeah, know? And, but that thing, that stuff can be taught to you. That's yeah. not necessarily you need to be smart in order to figure it out yourself. Mm -hmm. If you have a trainer, which most most fighters are like military background or like that kind of thing. Yeah. If it's trained into you to react in a certain way to a certain thing, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're smart. It just means that you've been training so long that you. You know what, like, it's not difficult to look at a thing and react to a thing. Yeah. I think of Renaissance Italy when all of those uh, noble families were training their youths mm -hmm. and, and essentially dueling, right? They're yeah. like, hey, here's a rapier and let's teach you how to use this, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, every gentleman, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, was able to do some type of sword fighting. You, you, know, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if you haven't played Assassin's Creed 2, you will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so I like the tactical mind. I love it because it's a little reminiscent of the sneak attack thing they're doing mm -hmm. with the, is it cunning strikes or whatever, or devious strikes or whatever. Cunning strikes. Yeah, it's using an action to con using something and then going, hey, could we? Well, it's not even an action economy. That's your da that's your True. damage economy. Yeah, yeah, damage economy or yeah. or mechanic, right? Is right. saying, can I use this for another purpose besides right. what it was designed for? It's yeah. like, yes, please. Yeah. If you do that, now we have very different characters. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I like that a lot. And like, and that's the thing, like. Do you like trading 1d6 damage, so 3.5 damage per round yeah. for a poisoned condition on the on the enemy for like a minute? Yeah. That's so worth it. Mm -hmm. That's such a good trade-off. And like that's not even concerned like oh the trips and all the other stuff mm -hmm. that you get later on in the rogue table. The rogue is good. We've all we all know like the, there's a reason why they came out with the like review of the rogue and it came out with like what was it 87? Yeah, 88. crazy. Almost like, yeah. For a base class to have that high of a of an approval rate is nuts, but yeah. like it's really good. And so. the same thing with the fighter, right? Yeah. Sacrificing one d10 of health—that is more than what a health potion, or that's exact, exactly the max a health potion yeah. can get me, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's a good economy. I am essentially yeah. saying I have three health potions, guys, and I can use them every short rest. And yeah, and it's like that saves you money because you have to buy mm -hmm. potions, which are expensive as think, balls. Think pillars, by the way, yeah. where it's it's regulated mm -hmm. by the, by the government. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like it's cool. I like that one a lot. Yeah, it's a good idea. I like it. I like it as well. And then you know they have the studied attacks where you if you miss you get advantage on your next attack because you're studying your opponent, which I think is a good idea for a fighter mm -hmm. as well. Um, everything else looks pretty much the same. The only thing that I think we should talk about with the fighter is the weapon masteries, but I think we can get that later. Yeah, I think we can talk when we do the weapon stuff. Yeah, the, yeah they get a lot more They get a lot. Masteries. They get yeah. so many. Yep. So, uh, just we'll, get to, we'll get to that when we get to it. Reminder that all classes are going back to their 20th level feature uh, that they were getting before, or a new version of it, right? Uh, and you still get a boon feat on top of that, right? So right. that's that's the one of the main things they made. Um, we'll talk subclasses later. So Sorcerer, I think, is next for Sorcerer! Us. All right, sorcerer. Well, my favorite thing um, for me, I love innate sorcery. I know that was talked about actually already, mm -hmm. um, but it's so cool. Empowers your spells attack. What does that do? So for one minute, and I get this at first level. I did this on the actually our uh, pillars of creation stuff because John is mm -hmm. part sorcerer. Mm -hmm. For one minute, I activate it, and now I have advantage on my spell attacks, which is so good. Crazy. Like, 
Firebolt, you know, all those kind of things, Act- right? Actually insane. And then I get a plus to my spell save DC as well. Mm-hmm. So what I'm picturing is like I'm going beast mode as a sorcerer. Like all of a sudden the wind starts blowing in my hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I feel like it's like that moment when like, you just become super sand. You know, like you go powerful and it's just a burst of energy. And mm-hmm. I think that's so very, very cool to give sorcerers because the idea of a sorcerer for me is someone who has this power that is so raw that they're learning how to channel it, you know? Yeah. And to get that at level one, awesome. So very, very cool. It's pretty cool. And then arcane eruption, you know, or explosion, whatever it's called, is pretty cool too. But yeah, I love it. It makes me think that the the one of the big biggest changes, I think, from 5e to 5e, uh, the, this revised core book, is sorcerers feel more like sorcerers. To 5.5, you can yeah. say it. It's fine. To 5.5, <laughs> they, they feel more like sorcerers. They really do. Yeah. They feel more like Characters that are not that are less versatile than wizards by design, but more like just raw power, which is exactly it. Like we're gonna say raw power a lot when we're talking about the sorcerer because that's their underlying like that's their theme is that that's what they are. So yeah, it's fine. Um, the only, the other thing that I because I was looking at all these things, I'm just like. Mm. There's not a whole lot. There's a big level change. Do you see the Sorcerer Restoration one? The, no, what is that? That's the one where if I roll initiative, I can regain a certain amount of my sorcery points. Yeah, they're doing that with a lot of things. Yeah. Like, they did that... I think they have that with Rage as well, for the Barbarian. Because it's mm-hmm. essentially the same mechanic, but executed differently. Yeah. It's cool because it's not a short rest recharge, right? It's, it's literally a... You get this... Yeah, on the initiative. There are other things where they're allowing... We talked about this last last episode. Where they're putting a lot of things... They're giving people back limited um, resources on a short rest. Mm -hmm. Just to... Versus none. Yeah, versus the only reason you would need a short rest is if you have a warlock in your party. Yeah. Warlock and heal. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't have many complaints for the sorcerer. I don't have any complaints either. It was good on on playsets five, and this is just kind of like small tweaks where they they brought it back into line with the the fifth edition sorcerer. Like they just kind of leveled out. Yeah. It's like they they brought things, they moved things around, but it's pretty good. It's it's a good. It's you know if you you want a magical barbarian like essentially in playtest five they were getting rid of twin spell like they were trying to just get rid of it right and now they're like okay we'll bring it back but it's only for things that can hit one target not what things that hit area of effect right i was like yeah that makes sense yeah i should be able to twin spell fireball okay yeah yeah but i can twin spell i don't know fireball you you weren't you weren't able to twin spell fireball anyway because twin spell was a any it was specifically a single target oh yeah so it was already that way so they just brought that part of it back right okay yeah, the reason it was because you could, like, twin spell freaking that uh, hold person or uh, dominate or something like that. Gotcha. Or so, disintegration, right, because that's a single target as well. Like, that that kind of thing where, like, it's so much more powerful. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it was it was fine. And the other things about Sorcerers have been... Much, they, oh, they, they did get rid of uh, Sorcerer's Vitality... Which I don't quite remember what it did, so it's probably fine that they did that because I don't remember it. Yeah, I don't remember it either. So, it so it could have been that good. It wasn't something like arcane eruption. Like that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. then and then they gave uh, they created a new spell for the, the sorcerer called Sorcerer's Burst, which was yes, which has exploding dice, which is fun. Yeah, is that the cantrip one? Yes. Or is it the, okay, so they're getting like their own Elder's Blast feel to it. Yes. Yeah. Which is cool. Kind right? of. That's kind of cool. They all. You're right. They they also have a fourth level spell, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. 
You want to switch to Warlock, the big one? I do want to switch to Warlock. I always want to switch to Warlock. <laughs> Warlock is a, my baby. I would, you would, I'd have you probably take charge because Warlocks are more of your thing. You probably know, like, you do know a lot more about Warlocks than I do. Yep. Um, what stood out to you for, for this? One of the biggest things that stood out was that we don't have medium armor anymore. So you just get what, light? We only get light armor now. Okay. Which, I mean, make, it make, it's fine. So leather, studded. Yeah, it's, okay. it's like, again, it's fine. Yeah. It does, like, like a, a medium armored warlock doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Mm -hmm. You'd have to spend a feat now to get that. It just depends on what your build is, because a lot of people build the Hexblade warlocks where they want to be, like, in and in fighting. Yeah. But a lot of people who build those but who build those kinds of warlocks are doing it with finesse weapons. So they have a high dexterity cost anyway, yeah. which like if you have medium armor, you get like plus, plus two, two yep. maximum, mm -hmm. which is like, it's probably better to just have mage armor. Yeah. Like mage armor puts you at a, what, a 12 or 13? 13 plus Thir your dexterity plus your modifier. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's no reason not to do that then. Yeah. I'm trying to think of. Also, and it just kind of frees up your whole thing with like you don't necessarily need armor yeah so it's one of those things like you can get studded leather that's which is 12 plus your dexterity mm -hmm. 5 is more forgiving than the early like one and two editions where you couldn't wear armor and cast spells sometimes like like remember add you couldn't wear it. you know what i mean like, yeah you couldn't do it so at least it's more forgiving like light armor still yeah. usable and like and like and that's not the biggest one yeah the biggest the biggest change that they made to a warlock is now they have pack magic again Okay. They brought back pack magic. We don't, we don't have the cool, lots of. We're not a half caster anymore. We're, so you see it as a negative thing, right? I liked the idea of them being a half caster because mm -hmm. even when we had the half caster thing, the thing that I like most about warlocks are their incantations. Okay. Which they had more incantations than they did previously. So it's like, I see this as a, as an absolute win. Yeah. More spell slots, more invocations. More ways to make the warlock like special and like interesting. Yeah, I thought that was a really good idea. Apparently, I was in the minority. Apparently, people really enjoy only having two spell slots. I don't really understand I remember, why, but I remember Crawford talking about that too, and just being like, he was like, I thought this would be a win because he was like, he had the same uh, well, same they, thing as you. He was like, oh, you, you don't want more spells. Okay. <laughs> I, like, I honestly don't understand it. I yeah. honestly don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it's cool. And now we have, like, spell slots. Up, we have, like, up to four. And, Versus and, two, right? Yeah, like, you two. it was two all the way down before. Now you get four at, like, I want to say 16. But you, uh, 17. 17? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah 17. Yep, and then 17. you get three at 11. Right. Okay. So it was just one of those things, like, okay. But you really don't want to get that to end game, though. Let's be honest. Like, that... Well, it, it definitely makes it more advantageous to stay with Warlock more than it used to be. Because it used to be like you get to level... It's a multi-class. Like you get to level three with Warlock and you're like, all right, that's fine. I'm just going to move on with my life. Yeah. Go go get some Paladin classes or whatever. You know, it's just one of those mm. things where it didn't really make any sense to go farther because the, the there was such a harsh diminishing returns on your investment. Especially because Eldritch Blast doesn't require you to have Warlock levels. It's just base level. You could be level one Warlock level freaking uh, 16 fighter and you yeah. still get three Elgic Blasts mm -hmm. per attack thing. So it's just like, well, I don't know. It's one of those things that was weird. But that was one of the bigger things. I really liked the spells. 
I do like that you get Eldritch Invocations at level 1 again. Yes. That's pretty nice. I also like that they increased the max, the cap from 8 to 10. Well, I like that they did that too because they've made the packs now in Invocation as opposed to think something that you choose at level 3. Like, and it stuck with it kind of thing? Or? Well, yeah, because now you can have Pact of the Tome and Pact of the Chain or Pact of the Tome and, and Pact blade. of the Blade. Or you yeah. can have all three of them if you want it. Like if yeah. you really want, you know, to be... The spellcaster plus the hexblade plus you have a cool little pet Why like you not? can do that if you want to like go ahead for it and i, I yeah. think that's a good idea i think that's a really really good idea they also have like you know some interesting things where like, they have mystical cunning which allows you to regain spell slots which they kind of needed because we're down to two again yeah so yeah it's just one of those things that, like it's one of the, but like the the magical cunning is one of the things where, like oh yeah it's a minute like okay so it's not quite a short rest. Yeah. But it's basically a short rest. You it's, can't do it during combat. Like You could. I mean, but it, it's stupid to do so. But like, I don't really understand the difference between asking a party to hold on a minute and asking a party to hold on a short rest. Yeah. Like, what is the actual difference between those two things? Because short rests can be anywhere, like, depending on your DM. Th- DM. Yeah. It can be anywhere from like 10 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Like, an hour is a long time to just sit there. but Especially like if, if you're in a dungeon. Right. But it's not a long time in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. It's not eight hours. It's not a long rest. Yeah. Right. I typically like to make mine 30 to an hour. Like, I, I, I get why people do 10-minute short rests. I understand the incentive there. Mm-hmm. But I prefer at least 30 minutes because at 30 minutes, a half an hour, some, someone can come by. You yeah. know what I mean? In 30 minutes, we could have an encounter, a random encounter, you know? Yeah. It's hard to say that for a minute. So, I, I, I get what they're trying to say there. Maybe it's not finished in that sense. Um, it's cool though. At least you can get some of your spells back. Yeah. I'm, I saw Hexmaster is gone. Yeah. They don't, they don't know what to do about Hex. They, they're, they're still waffling. I can tell. Yeah. Um, what? But yeah. Pack magic is back. Um, which means that not only do you have less spell slots, but multi-classing is now more complicated to do when you're a warlock when you have and you go beyond you know a certain level mm-hmm. which i think is kind of silly but i mean that's that's the will of the masses i guess uh if it were me i would absolutely have kept it them being a half caster because that's essentially what they are and it would have just made more sense at the time to make it uh-huh. that way it makes more sense now that they've kind of reversed course and now instead of trying to get rid of short rests, they're trying to make everyone use short rests. Yeah. So it, it's from a meta standpoint, warlocks have gotten better because of that. Yeah. Which I think is directly because everyone said they didn't want to have a half caster. Hmm. I, I Whatever. Do like, I do like that they kept, they decided to keep it place that it play tested well the contact patron as a yes feature. contact patron that's is a pretty fun. cool thing. that is fun i'm thinking like as a dm what i could do with that mm-hmm. that's that's pretty fun because usually as a dm it's me deciding when i want to contact my uh my warlocks right now as a dm i can be like we're you know not expecting it and all right. of a sudden hey i want to talk to patrons like Oh yeah. shit! Okay, uh, that could yeah. change what's going on here. Yeah, contact, you know? contact that they're playing with a guaranteed success. Not bad. Yeah, it can definitely be. It's oh, and by the way, as a flavor thing, probably one of the best things I've ever seen put into the game at all. Yeah, from a flavor standpoint, that is like holy so cool. shit! There it is. So yeah, like that's that's always fun, and it, it did make sense for the Warlock to have some way to do the thing that that's their that's their their good shit. That's. That's their money, so... Yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, because Pac-Magic is back, Mystic Arcanum is back, you get 
you know, one for like a level six, eighth, and ninth spell. Mm -hmm. The Eldritch, eh. the Eldritch Invocations, they did some just rewriting of some stuff. I love the new Agonizing Blast. It doesn't have to be Eldritch uh, Blast now. I can use it on any of my cantrips that are an attack cantrip. I'm mixed. I'm mixed on that. Honestly, you think so? like, I'm not. You like the raw power of a. I, and I know Cat is like this as well. Where like for yeah. some reason she just doesn't want to use Eldritch Blast, yeah, even though yeah. it's like really good. Like like oh no, what? Why can't I use it on my Firebolts? Like uh -huh. and like and you know what? I said before, it makes sense to like be less specific to make it better for your specific table. Like, sure, whatever. But it's just like, but that's that's the thing that warlocks that like if you're talking like here's the thing, if the reason you didn't want packed magic to go away is because it's a core feature of the warlock, but now it's like oh, but you can use the warlock features on other spells on that aren't spells. warlock spells like. You lost the core part of it now. Like, well, like, and they, but that's that's also a core part of the warlock. So it's like, yeah. okay, we're kind of like, oh, they 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 went too far, but now they came mm. back, and now they're like, oh, but here's a little bit of the same thing. Like, oh, that's fine. Like, okay, I I don't understand. Like, if it's a principle thing, why you would say that it was cool, but yeah. it's whatever. I I like it mainly because the for people like Cat and those people who just want to go a different route than the typical mm -hmm. warlock they don't get punished for it now. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. Um, so if, if my whole guy's character thing is ice, you know what I mean? Like, let's say I'm making a character that's all about cold damage. Mm -hmm. I can now not worry about, oh, well, I don't get Agonizing Blast. You know, because I, I, I mainly do. Sure. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Ray of Frost, you know, or something like that. Yeah, and like and like I said, from a, yeah. from a flavor standpoint, from a gameplay standpoint, it's fine. It's just... For me, because I'm salty about losing all of those spell slots, I'm just like, why? What is? Why is this okay? I don't get it. I don't understand. Uh, grumpy old man, the elder cloud. <laughs> the double sight is so like I get why they did it, but why did we not have that in the first place? The where you can see in dim light now. Not it, just <laughs> that that is not. See, this is the thing. I can't think of any dungeon master that who exists says, no. who'd be like, oh, but it's dim light and not dark. Like, fucking okay, guy. Like, no one ever does that. I was just looking at it, and I was like, well, that rule was made from someone. Like, some, someone DM was, you know, getting complained about. <laughs> well, no, what it is, is that because the only people who do rules as written are, the are like, the official dungeon map, like, the adventures, yeah. whatever they call it. I don't even, I've never been to one of those. Yeah, I never participated, but I know you're talking right, about. Right, but, like, there yeah. are places that, like, Adventure specifically, Guild, yeah, the Adventures Guild or whatever it's called, that where they specifically only do rules as written. So, like, yeah. that would be a thing. But, like, if you're just playing a game outside of like the overview of wizards of the coast mm -hmm. no one would ever enforce that so like it was one of those things where like obvious as intended like not even rules like rules as obvious yeah um a lot of these are either imported from xanathar's or tasha's you know two yeah. of the best books we've ever got yeah it's freaking source books. oh yeah no and, and like it, most of these things are basically the same the biggest differences are um that Pact of the Blade is a inv invocation that kind of goes off of other things. Thirsting Blade got a buff, mm -hmm. which is really nice because now is you can get up to uh, up to two. You get two attacks, which is just good. I think there's another one. The Life Drinker is fun because now I can choose life damage. Drink, yeah, Life Drinker is really good. Yeah, because let's say I don't want to do Necrotic to a freaking Necrotic Beast. You know what I mean? Right, so right, it, right. it makes sense that I can do that now. I think there was one that gave you another attack. That you can get up to three, I believe. Maybe not. I do not know. 
a lot of them were level change stuff, like you know, taking away the yeah, removing yeah. the prerequisites and stuff like that. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, it, it doesn't matter. But like, you still have the Pact of the Tome, which now gives you they they've taken Pact of the Tome and um, Book of Many Secrets and combined them into mm-hmm. one invocation. So now you get Pact of the Tome, you get all of your extra cantrips and ritual spells, and they also give you another spell slot that you can use for, for each long rest, which is nice. And then you have, you know, it's 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 very nice because you can use any ritual spell. You get a, you get ritual spells, and then anytime you find a ritual spell, you can just do it, which is really nice. Thirsting Blades one actually, by the way, that lets you do that, the extra attack. Yeah, well, I, I thought there was one that gave you like another extra attack, but I think that might have been Playtest Five. Okay. So they they've, they've taken that out, so they can only get two attacks, which brings it more in line. Oh no, here it is. Yeah, no, when you reach level eleven in this class, an extra attack converts two extra attacks. So yeah, you get three. Nothing okay. gets three. Crazy. It almost makes them. Which one's that one? That was the. That was Thirsting Blade. Yeah, it's yeah. just on the next. It's on, it, it was. It was formatted strangely. Gotcha. But yeah, like on the next, on the next column over, there's an ex, it, it keeps going and says at level eleven you get two extra attacks. Okay. Now this is one of those things where now it says you have to be a level eleven as a warlock. Ooh. As opposed to the Eldritch Blast, which you can be any cl- you can be any uh, character level. Interesting. This you have to be specifically a warlock. Once again, pushing for less multi-class yeah. only of the warlock, which is good, right? Yeah. You know, making people want to play as a class by itself is a good idea. Yeah, and it makes it really easy to make a a gish like one of those people that can go in, do all their damage, cast spells, do all this stuff. Like you can go in, you can cast a spell, or you could attack three times at what you're at. Level eleven, you're probably at plus four, plus four. Yeah. With your charisma, bite, your charisma bonus, because that's what you're using for your attacks. Because that's what Pact of the of the Blade lets you do. You, you can use your charisma bonus modifiers that, and modifi- yeah. modifiers for your attacks and damage, which is great. Yeah. One of the best. I can't wait to remake Safira as one of these because yeah. she's, she's definitely going to have the Pact of the Blade so that she can use. It, it's going to make her staff. From like a baseline because I believe it's called it's a plus one weapon. Mm-hmm. It's like gonna be baseline, baseline two plus five plus five. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. And she's mostly a warlock. I think the the last bit of warlock we can get to when we get to subclasses of the of the uh, the, the UA stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's move to the last class they um, they revised a little bit, which is wizard. Wizards. Um, first of all, this actually brings me back to a thing that they're trying to do right now. I have noticed that in D and D. Uh, especially 5th edition, first level sucks. Mm-hmm. They're giving more things to first level. So look at Arcane Recovery for a wizard. Mm-hmm. It's moving to first level. And that makes sense. Because think of a first level wizard. Blast your spell and you're done. You know, you know what I mean? Like You get uh, two spells? Two spells. Yeah, two start. spells. That's so, it. And, and now you get Arcane, you know... Um, my gosh, I'm blinking on it. Arcane Recovery, right? Mm-hmm. All right, now I have a little bit more, Okay. The sorcerer gets the level one, you know, innate sorcery. It's thing. also another reason to take a short rest, which is something uh-huh. that like I said, they keep going on and on about. Yeah, warlock gets the eldritch invocation starting at level one, so they're I think they're making level one a little bit better, like a little bit more exciting. Because think about most campaigns, how we just start at level three, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you're like, well, one two suck. Let's start where we get a subclass, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So I appreciate the arcane recovery being moved, or at least returning to level one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spellcasting. Uh, it says that you can change cantrips now every official long rest. I feel like most people probably allow they are that, right? right? So that's not really new. Yeah. Um, we talked about the big one, modify and create spell are gone, at least in the codification of, of Rip and uh, hell, it. boys. Um, I still plan on allowing my players to do something along that those lines, so I'm, I'm not... 
I'm not super hurt about it because you made a great point. This, do we need to codify it? You yeah. know, I do think it would be a great DM uh, additional, you, Vari- you know, a, a variant rule. Yeah. yeah, variant rule. I think that would be great. I don't. Oh, and to go back to well, like, just a second, the capstone is you get all your you get all four uh, spell slots back when you do your minute of chanting. Eh, oh. eh. Anyway, moving on with wizard. Yeah. I do like that memorize spell is not a spell. I don't have to cast the spell yeah, that was, to use it. That was just an oversight, I think. That was that was so obviously not supposed to be a spell. I thought that's why people didn't like create spell and modify spell though, too, to be honest, because that was the same thing. You had to yeah. cast a spell, create spell. Yeah, I think it would make more sense if create spell and modify spell were class features, but if instead of, you know, whatever but yeah. it's one of those things where like it, it was one of, i think they made it and they were like oh yeah it's a spell that's creating a spell like it makes yeah. sense if you think about it for not more than you know a couple minutes but. yeah so making memorized spell a class feature much better i like memorized spell i think it's a good way to change your spell book really quickly yeah you know what i mean and the thing about the wizard sub the wizard uh class is that there's just not a lot of differences like there's not a lot of stuff in the baseline spell. Most of the wizard, as opposed to like the rogue or yeah. uh, the cl- or um, the cleric, is, is the same way as the wizard. Where like most of the good stuff is in the subclasses. Yeah. So and like all of your all of your class abilities are going to come specifically from your subclass. It's not going to come from the main class. Like the fighter has a bunch of stuff and the barbarian has a bunch of stuff. And it feels like to me, wizard like rogue, you don't need to change much. They're already really, no, they're wiz- really good classes. Wizards have been consistently the most well-realized class yeah. since they've come up with them, like, back in second edition. Like, no. they know what the wizard's about. They know exactly what they want the wizard to do. And the only question is, can we make the wizard do more of what it's supposed to do without making it completely fucking broken? Yeah. That's really... That's where they come up against the wall, is they can probably do more things push logically, it, right? yeah. but from a gameplay perspective, if you make the wizard too good, then everyone's going to be a wizard... And that's not like, and that's fine, mm-hmm. but it's not like diversity is supposed to be like the the idea, and like you're supposed to get like a bunch of different people and yeah. a bunch of different like role playing things. If everyone's a wizard, then no one is, etc. Syndrome from freaking Incredibles. Yeah, um, the level twenty uh, uh, specialization of spell is mm-hmm. back. I've never made a level twenty wizard, so I never got to use it. I read it every time I go. That's fucking cool. I have that spell always prepared, and I can cast it at level three or lower without expending a spell slot. It became a cantrip. That's it's, pretty cool. It's it is, it is cool. It is cool. But like the problem with it is like by that time you're talking about yes. <laughs> well, well. And here's the thing: eighty percent of the time I hear people use this particular feature, it's like, oh yeah, I use it with the shield spell. <laughs> why not just give them plus five ac at this point time, because yeah. no one else is gonna make anything else it's always gonna be shield yeah so it's one of those things where like it's so good that like it doesn't need to exist yeah just no <laughs> oh counterspell <laughs> yeah like what, what counterspell is is it third level, level? three yeah, it's three levels or lower third level or lower <laughs> <laughs> like that's okay <laughs> yeah that's that's nutty but to be fair, could you imagine going against, like, I don't know, in your, have you ever gone against a level 20 wizard? Like, I have never in my playing gone against a level 20 wizard. I mean, you're talking about a player character. True. I, I don't usually play against have you gone against styles. Have you gone against a... I'm going against the liches and things like that. Okay. Which would be, like, the equivalent of yeah. that kind of thing. Okay. 
but no one's ever done but like if you do that then monster blocks usually have like really powerful at will things anyway they have legendary resistances they have legendary mm -hmm. actions they have all this other stuff yeah. they don't need shield as a freaking cantrip. cantrip because yeah. their ac is already 28 that's true and it's just one of those things where like it's hard to to you can't really make it a, a, a pvp thing is not it's not intended for dungeons and dragons yeah. like that's not how the game is designed yeah like having a, P, a player character block versus a player character block you're not gonna have it's not gonna be fun because what you're mm -hmm. gonna what's gonna happen is someone's gonna either run out of spell slots and like we rent we we saw this happen in our strixhaven thing where like we yeah. fight each other and like it ends up being like we just do the same thing thing, yeah, thing, it thing, becomes thing. And, and then at the very end it something happens yeah so it's like okay, it's what and it, like that's what that becomes if you do yeah. PC versus PC. No, I and and it's so interesting because I was I was planning for a session today and it's mm -hmm. like hey, you know at some point we're going to get to the Mordekai dueling tournament today, mm -hmm. uh, hopefully depending. Yeah, on we'll that. see. So we'll see how things go. <laughs> um, but I was just like, hmm, do I really want to use spell slots as the way to do this, or do I just want to do the the kind of arcane du yeah. dueling stat and then right. let you flavor it how the fuck you want? Yeah, which it, I enjoy. I, I love the creativity of it. Yeah, I think that's the better way to do it as that's well. I, I think. I, I really, yeah, I really like that just because yeah. it it takes away the annoying parts of the mechanics of being a wizard, which spell slots are annoying. I don't care what anyone says. It's a pain in the ass to keep track of them, whatever. So yeah. but like, it's better to be like, oh yeah, we're just, we're seeing how good we are at spell casting, not necessarily casting better spells, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. I, let's move on because we're we're about fifty minutes. We're almost an hour in. All right. Well, if that's the case, let's move <laughs> on to. I think we've been covering good and bad at the same time. Yeah. So let's just move on to a real quick break mm -hmm. into sports rambling. Sports rambling. Um. Okay. Why do the Lightning suck? Yeah, I haven't been watching the Lightning, but I've been watching the Kings, yo. Kings have been doing really well. Kings, Kings have uh, weaker, weaker weaker division. I mean, they broke weaker division, but they broke the spirit yeah. of the of the uh, Maple Leafs the yeah, other day. Did. That was hilarious. Yeah, and I think you guys did. You guys lose them? Was it four three? I can't remember. It was like next. Uh, we lost to them five four, five four after we were up four one at the end of the first period. Well, they came back on you guys. Yes. Oh god. Which is funny because it was four one is a meme for the Maple Leafs because back in I think it was like two thousand fourteen. Yeah. They were down. They were up 4-1 against the Boston Bruins in, like, I want to say the first round of the playoffs or whatever. Yeah. Because they haven't made it past the playoffs since until yeah, last year. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, it was, like, 25. It was, like, 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was nuts. But, yeah. And then they and then Boston came back and beat them. And that's been a rallying cry for the Leafs are bad for so long. Uh, but, yeah, that's the, the, the lightning are kind of sucking. They have the ability to be better, uh, unlike the Bucks, who are just bad. Um, I was going to say, in in sports alone, something that was interesting to me, uh, I, was, I had a ESPN dropped, it was like, the Orlando Magic are playing the Milwaukee Bucks, it's going to fuck us, you know what I mean, like, Magic are going to get destroyed, they beat the Bucks, Wow. with Giannis and that whole, yeah. you know, fiasco, um, they're sixth place in the, in the Eastern Conference, which is, a team that was like almost last place by the way. I mean, I can't remember the last time the Magic weren't in last place. Yeah. They've they sucked for like two decades. And basketball, the top eight make the playoffs. We're still really early on, but it's still cool to see. Yeah. The Magic have like no star players, by the way. They are all either rookies or sophomores. And they're making like 30 something points. They're just young, but they're all up. You know, they're all like top six draft picks. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because you suck for 20 years. Exactly. So when you suck for so long, it's like, hey, you actually get a bunch of draft picks. Uh, since the last time we talked, the MLB World Series has ended, and the Texas Rangers mm -hmm. uh, beat the Arizona Diamondbacks. By the way, bittersweet. 
interesting because no one predicted either team making it to the World Series. No. The Rangers had like a five percent chance. That's not true. A- that's not true. I I listened to um, Talking Baseball, mm-hmm. and they did have the Texas Rangers as winning the World Series. They did. Okay. I think they were beating the Dodgers though. Okay. Well, I, I'm Dodgers not, Phillies. You couldn't go wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, it was one of those things. Part. Where like they, but they did say that the Tex the the they they predicted that Texas would beat Tampa, which they did handily. Yeah. And then, well, I mean, and this was this was also they did it like a week or two before the end of the season, so like okay. they knew that the. The, the 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 Rays were so depleted, like they're they, exhausted. We didn't, yeah. they, well, not even exhausted. They just didn't have most of their good players. Yeah, sorry. When I say exhausted, I mean their resources were exhausted. Like they yeah, are in their great. minor league players at that point. Yeah, that was yeah. Great. You had the whole Wander Franco situation. Then you have Rippin' Helm, uh, Franco, Luke Rayleigh, who's going on a tear, gets hurt mm-hmm. going into the playoffs. Brandon, Brandon Lau was hurt. Brandon Lau got hurt. Who was having a finally a bounce back yeah. after the All Star break. Rosarena was coming off of an injury, so yep. he, but he he did really well. But the best player yeah. for us was Yanni Diaz, and boy did he not disappoint. Silver Slugger Award. Yeah. First Ray to get it since 2010. Yeah, it's crazy. And, like the, and the first Ray ever to win the batting title. Yes, which is uh, based on average, right? If I remember right. Yeah, the, is yeah. the highest batting average. And he won by like 0.02 or something. Because the guy went 0 for 4. Yeah, well, that's what <laughs> happens sometimes. At the last one. Yeah, well, he got, the, he got the last laugh because he freaking raked in the playoffs. Yeah, he did. Was it Seager? Yeah. Yeah. Seager, I mean, Seager had a great world, great world series. Um, Adelise Garcia had a great playoffs, got hurt in the World Series. That was hard to see because I was loving watching Adelise Garcia rake in RBIs. Mm-hmm. That was cool to see. I'm so glad Longoria got to beat the Phillies, though. I, wi- I That was what I said bittersweet for because I wanted Longo to win a World Series. Yeah. I was like, that would be really cool for Longo. Yeah. He's put in the work. He was... He's been so good for so long, and he's still going. He still yeah. ma- he still plays like decent third base. He's keeping in shape. He's yeah, like, he looked and he's like and he's just one of the like the cooler guys that we had. Like he's, a good he's guy. just like a, a really good locker room presence. He invested in Tampa a lot. Yeah, he too. was. He, we saw him around all the time. He, yeah. Almost as much as like you see the the uh, lightning, lightning around, around a lot. Yeah. They're always around. Yeah, I'm always watching, uh, hearing about uh, Kucherov. Kucherov's always around. around. Points always around. Um, Freaking Sergeyev gets talked about quite yeah. a bit. So like yeah. they're all. And like that's one of the best things about the Lightning is that they're around town. They don't yeah. freaking they, it's and they don't have to play every single day. So you have a chance to see them out and about yeah. town. Like it's not it's not like they play every single freaking day, or mm-hmm. they're away, or you know, it's the off season and they go home to Russia. But I, it's just one of those things where it's it's nice where you get like those two or three days in between games where you can see them. Yeah. All right. Well, on that rambling, let's go ahead and go back into subclasses real quick before we move on to the other stuff, right? I don't think we need to spend too much time on subclasses. We can just talk about the good, you know, the good, the bads at the same time. Uh, I'm looking at Barbarian. Berserker was in this playtest. You know, they did some action economy stuff by making the, uh, for, was it Path of Berserker? Making the Intimidating Presence a bonus action rather than action. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the biggest change. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it, okay? There wasn't a lot. Berserker is so highly rated. Like, yeah. it, it, it didn't need much. Wild Heart got quite a bit of change because we're now changing away from, is it t- Totem? To- totem? Yeah, it was warrior? Path of the Totem. Path of the Totem. They're now calling it the Wild Heart. Hey, BG3. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, was designed with Crawford when he was working with BG3. And the biggest change is now they're the animals, right? Mm-hmm. Are It's not bear, wolf, eagle for every time you do it. It's like bear, wolf, eagle the first time. And then there's like a different land animal that's buff, a different fast, you know, dexterous thing, and then a bird of some type, right? Right. And they're doing that for each one of those level ups. Uh, you mentioned the bear. The bear got changed the most, right? Yes. 
uh, it lost the damage resistance to everything except psychic force or whatever. Well, it, it used to be the only you were um, in freaking resistant to everything except for psychic damage. Even okay. force, you were you were resistant to force damage. Like one of the okay. only things I gave it to you. Interesting. But now it's you. Whenever you activate the rage, you choose two damage types other than force or psychic, and okay. you have resistance to those particular two. Mm. So you can pick and choose it depending on your situation. Yeah. But you'll get everything all at once. Okay. Which is like all right. And then Eagle, like, you activate your Rage, you get a bonus action to For take both Disengage and the Dash action. Yep. So you can fucking bolt, book it if you need to. And then the Wolf gets 10 extra feet now. But, like, that's, yeah, and the Wolf is faster. It, it's one of those things where, well, the, the Wolf one is, um, when your Rage is action, you get advantage on melee attacks rolls against any enemy of yours within 10, like, you get advantage. It's like Pack Tactics almost, right? Yeah, well. Ish. No, Pack Tactics requires other people to be there. Oh, I thought you said something about it was around other people. Uh, did I say that? Then no, uh, no. It's uh, your allies have advantage on melee attacks rolls against any. Like, like, yeah. You give them pack. You're giving tactics, them pack. Tactics. Essentially. Okay, that's so, yeah. better. Yeah. Um, and then I, the one, the thing about it is like eagle is just what barbarian does that. Um, like what, what? What bonus action? You disengage and dash away. Like bleh. why are you a barbarian? <laughs> like, unless you're repositioning to a, another enemy, which I guess would make kind of sense, yeah. but most barbarians don't do that. And it's definitely not as good as you now oh. have damage resistance to everything. I know why you would. The only thing I can think about is your friend's in trouble. So you're, you're disengaging, dashing to go help out. So it's kind of like a, can I, can I have mobility See, to get from a, to from a tactic From a tactical standpoint, that makes perfect sense. From yeah. a, I'm a barbarian in a rage perspective, that Does doesn't make, make any sense. sense. Yeah. Hey, if I'm raging, I'm gonna kill the fucking thing that's next to me. Yeah, and like I, I know people are like, oh, I'm, I'm upset because like my friends are in trouble, but like, yeah, would you do that when you're in a rage? Yeah, like when you're not you, thinking. You can, you can make a character like that. Yeah, but if you're making a character like that, you're probably not making a barbarian. Mm -hmm. And like as much as we, like, or you're just medicating me. Yeah, like it's just one of those things where like you need like it. It's weird. It, it sounds strange. Yeah. Um, but the new things are called for the aspect are called elephant, owl, spider, instead mm -hmm. of once again the bear, wolf, eagle. Mm -hmm. And then we have lion, falcon, ram for the power of the wild. So, they, like I said, they're still along those same lines, right? There's some changes happening, of course. But they're like, hey, rather than you thinking that you're always bear totem, you know, like you're mm -hmm. showing a bear, you, no, you're, you're showing aspects of multiple animals. The way um, Crawford was explaining it in a video was that, like, think of this as, like, all of these spirits are guiding you. You know what I mean? Right. You're taking on multiple aspects of different animals, not just specifically a bear, you know? And then you can change these too. You, you don't have to be stuck in these based on, I can't remember if it's short rest or long rest, but you, you can change uh, these things here. Hmm. So that was interesting there. Um, but that's it. That's the main changes, right? For the sure. for that one. For Berserker. And, and then... Um, or the, for Path of the World Tree, sorry. Yeah. Or not World Tree. Fuck, it's Path <laughs> of the Wild Heart. Wild Heart. Ah. Wild Heart. <laughs> uh, they added the they added a new one called the World Tree. It's a completely new subclass, so there's a lot of new stuff. You'll have to go check it out. But essentially, they're really diving into the Yggdrasil idea mm -hmm. um, and the idea that I can pull on the multiverse. You know what I mean? I can pull on bits of the World Tree, and transportation was one of the things that they liked yes. about it. And I thought it was really, really cool. It doesn't scream barbarian to me, if I'm being honest. However, it's a fucking cool thing, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Like it, when I look at it, I go, okay. Yeah. You know, like, like I, I guess we, we can make it barbarian because it's primal in a sense, you, you know, like there's a, uh, there's a natural. I mean, I liked, I, I mean, I liked it because it was one of those things where like, 
It's, it's, a, a, it's a slight deviation from the barbarian charging you to the barbarian now brings you to him. Yeah. Oh, fair. Like portals. We're playing portals now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like one of the biggest things you get at level six is like you find a creature with you can see within 20 feet of you. You can use a reaction to freaking get over here and just yeah. fucking punch him. They're kind of like more control class now with that. A little bit. Yeah. Because you can heal as well. Yeah. The yeah. Level three things you could heal with it. And so I was like, oh. It's really cool. The cool thing is you get temporary hit points. Oh, is it hit points? Is yeah. that what it was? Okay. You, get, you get TP. Okay. TP, not HP. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty, which is still pretty good. Yeah. What I love about that, though, is it's so different. It's different than every other subclass we've ever seen from the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that from them. I appreciate the creativity of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, go check it out. It's, it's, it's a cool thing to look at. And it has been announced that it's here to stay. Uh, the only thing is we might see some tweaking to the actual, mecha- mm-hmm. uh, not the mechanics, but the... I guess it'd be mechanics. Yeah, yeah. And, and to and to your point, the level fourteen thing, travel along a tree where you get where you basically teleport somewhere. Like it's not barbarian ish. Like really, yeah. it doesn't really have anything to do with being a barbarian in it in a real sense. But like, it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Most of the things you get from barbarian are from your base class anyway, so they can do that kind of thing at level fourteen, where it's like, yeah, we're not, we don't need to give him anything crazy. But like, you can teleport and you can take a friend. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. The last one that's in- introduced to this one is the Path of the Zealot. Path of the Zealot, uh, I think, just got stronger. I don't think it got worse in any way. It just got stronger. Mm-hmm. You can change damage types. You can uh, regain the additional HP when you heal when you get healed. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite one, the Rage Beyond Death, got even stronger mm-hmm. because you become like a, almost like a spectral presence. Yeah, the way they described it. I mean, that's how they describe it as well. Yeah. So um, <laughs> did they say? It? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and so like the. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's even stronger than the previous uh, Rage Beyond. Yeah, and, and honestly, Path of the Zealot is one of those things where it's one of the best flavored things. Like, oh, yes. Like, you want to be a paladin, but you want to be angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's, it's really good. I do um, like it. Uh, moving on to Fighter for the subclasses. Uh, they had the Battlemaster one. Um, as far as what I saw from that one, uh, once again, Battlemaster is one of the highest ranking subclasses for D&D. Mm-hmm. So they didn't feel like they had to do much. Okay. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, uh, they gave you a student of war thing, which essentially was already a good skill because you gain proficiency with like an artisan thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and now you get proficiency. Gosh, what was it? You gain proficiency to one skill of your choice as well. Yeah. Like artisan's tools and uh, skill of your choice. Yeah. So these added a little bit extra to more skills. I don't, like, I, I get it. It's like, they made it a level three thing instead yeah. of just giving it to you at level one, I guess. But it's like, all right, it's all right. Yeah. Know your enemy um, even better uh, in the sense that, I think it's, it's a bonus action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bonus action, I can look at vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, that's such a yeah. great battle master attack. It makes, per- it makes perfect sense. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. I mean, pretty straightforward. Like I said, they did not have to do much because it's already, everybody likes it already. Yeah. Um, the big one. The real big one was the Brawler, and I don't know if you want to talk about it at all, but if we want to, it was essentially a cl- subclass is getting cut. It didn't mm-hmm. work because they thought it was too along the lines of Monk. Um, and, and they're right. And <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Mechanically, you were making a Monk with the benefits. I mean, just hear me out on this one. The benefits of a fighter. Yeah. Extra attack, extra attack, extra it, attack. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the Monks get extra attacks as well, but not as much, and honestly... Like, the problem with... It's, it's all of the things... That you, like, you don't get your stunning strike, which yeah. is one of the things that... Or the four of blows that you get from a, I'm a monk. Yeah. But 
you do get like grappler you get like grappler expert you get like improv you get Im- improvised weapons and stuff like that mm-hmm. unarmed expert so like you get all of your unarmed strikes and stuff like that like they were kind well. of describing as jackie chanish you know like you know how jackie chan right. really uses the environment yeah and yeah. i think that's the idea but like if jackie chan is not a monk then i don't know who the hell is <laughs> yeah so like, that's just what it is yeah so that one's gone so I don't think we have to spend too much time on it. They said they would like to bring it back at some point. They yeah. just said, we don't think we're ready for it. Like, we're, you know, That's we fair have enough. Are not ready for it. And we'll I think we'll we're not going to we'll be ready until we fix Monk. We'll get it in, we'll get it in Tasha's, too. <laughs> Tasha's the return. Mm-hmm. Uh, Champion was on one of the subclasses that they mentioned here. Uh, Champion, also another one that people like already. Yeah, well. People so. like, you know, like, it's, it's all, it's all um, passive stuff. Yeah. Which is kind of kind of strong when you think about passive abilities so no it is yeah like you know advantage on initiative and strength was pretty good yeah uh, running long jump blah 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 you get another fighting style another passive thing mm-hmm. uh you gave yourself a heroic advantage whenever you start turn with, with the yeah the heroic, heroic advantage, advantage but now you what can give it to start every fucking combat yeah <laughs> every in combat yeah so this that's really good yeah uh eldritch knight was the last one they introduced here uh, I don't know if they really changed it all that much. Did they? I mean, what does War Magic say? Now allows you to replace one of your attacks with a casting a cantrip. Okay, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. I can cast Fireball and hit you with my sword. Yeah, I like that. That's fun. It's one of those things where it's basically a Blade Dancer thing that they used to have. Yes, that's a great way of looking at that. So if you would rather play Fighter, mm-hmm. but have some of the things that you would get as a Blade yeah. Dancer. I like that analogy of yeah. that. Yeah. So it's they're taking the Elder Knight and bringing it closer to the Blade Dancer, or yeah. whatever they call it. I... Blade Dancer? Sure. Blade Singer? Blade Singer. Blade Singer. Blade Singer. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, like, the wizard, the the, the, blade, the blade Singer is, like, a wizard, but they, they can do some fighting stuff, and then mm. the Elder Knight is a fighter that can do some magic stuff. Yeah. Now, that being said, I don't believe they can use their action surge to cast magic, either. No. Like, they still can't it's do still that. still magic action, so it does not work. Okay. But what I could do is get my attack, attack attack mm-hmm. right and one of those be a cantrip yeah the two be sword attack like booming blade and or then whatever. action surge and do three more attacks and probably a cantrip uh except cantrip would be can- it catches music okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so it well no well no because in the way that it's worded uh-huh. and this is and this will be a dm decision yeah yeah this says as part of your attack action so you're taking the attack action True. So you're not you're not using a magic action. That is a that's a great point because so, yeah. extra attack is just an attack action. Right. And then in this it says you can use part of your attack action to cast a cantrip. So yeah. Per, so if I'm On reading wording. This, yeah the wording is like it's going to be one of those things, but according to the wording you are allowed to do that. Man, I'm really curious about that by the way. <laughs> like hey Crawford what do you think buddy? <laughs> I can't imagine that nobody thought of that before me. Like I'm clever but I'm not that clever. <laughs> Uh, let's do um, sorcerer subclasses. So they did the Draconic Sorcery. The biggest thing was getting back the Dragon Wings. He already said they were going to... They ne- that wasn't actually going away. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to see what other options they could do and then bring it back, you know? Uh, so Dragon Wings... A likely story. Yeah, that was always, uh, according to them, always coming back. Um, same thing with the Draconic Speech. That That is the thing that they were doing as well. Um, so, you know, that one doesn't make any sense to me. Why do you suddenly know how to speak, speak dragon. dragon yeah like having draconic powers and stuff perfect sense why can you speak dragon now i say this knowing that 
freaking eight out of ten draconic sorcerers take draconic as their bonus. Yeah. Like uh, language anyway. Yeah. Because they everyone loves the idea of being able to speak to dragons. Yeah. Even though dragons mostly speak. Common I also anyway. think it's like an old arcane language. Right, right, right. But like, it's just one of those things where, why? Do you yeah. know how to do that? Like, well, what 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 has happened to your brain that it has imprinted the draconic language onto you that, like, it doesn't make any sense to me. What was interesting to me though was that you can't understand them. Yeah, like that's so another. Like, like, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, so it's like I can like all of a sudden just start speaking it, but if you speak it back to me, I may not understand it. And it's like, does that mean that the magic is just taking on the arcane original incantation of it? See that. This feels like Skyrim light to me because yeah. they'd make this because in Skyrim the magic of the dragon is their language. Uh -huh. Like the reason why you can do the shouts is because you're just saying the language, but because you have draconic essence in you, you can empower those words. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like unrelenting shout, like the, yeah. that, basically that's what you're saying. Yeah, you say unrelenting shout, and, and then it happens yeah. essentially. And then Yol is fire, which is why whenever they breathe fire, they say Yol. You it's like as a freaking little subtitle. subtitle. He says that it's like that's why it's because they're just yeah. saying a word and it's happening. That's what it feels like, but like there's no real lore to back that up in the core rules of Dungeons and, and Dragons. Why that would be that? Like yeah, so it's just like one of those things like. We're just putting it in there because we think it'd be fun. It's like, but yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Oh, well, bye. Yeah. Interesting. I'm curious why they would do that then. Hmm. Um, oh, wild magic. Here you go. This is a, this is the Wild state. magic. This is a statement. Wild magic search no longer requires DM permission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty, that's, good. that's pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, gosh, you know, just... A little bit of the sorcery point uh, economy. Mm -hmm. uh, the bend luck now only costs one instead of two. The wild bombardment allows you to use a wild magic effect uh, that when you cast a spell mm -hmm. it replenishes your expended sorcery points, which is extremely nice. Yes, <laughs> very nice. Sorcery points are everything <laughs> because you can turn sorcery points into. Well, I mean, well, I mean spells. Well, I mean, here's the thing: like for wild bombardment level 18, like you get to choose what happens. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. That's there's some there's some shitty stuff and there's some really good well, stuff. Well, there's some really fun stuff in there yeah. too. Yeah. Because well, so like, there's stuff you don't want to have happen though if you're in like a shitty situation, right? Like right, in right. a close range AOE effect kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah. So like it's fun. I it's was playing as a uh, Carlac in VG3, and mm -hmm. even though it's different, it's barbarian, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but the wild magic surge. I'm like, please don't do this. Please don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's always fun. It's always funny. Okay, it's time. Warlock subclasses. Archfey, go. Archfey! You get to be Nightcrawler. <laughs> you bamf around like a goddamn maniac. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, it's it's pretty good. Like the Warlock, like the Archfey spells, like you mm -hmm. get you get Fairy Fire, you get Misty Step, obviously. Phantasmal Force, really good. Sleep, really good. Uh, Blink, very good. Plank Growth is fine. Dom you get both dominate. You get dominate beast and person. You don't get monster Ooh, though. But still, monsters. Yeah. Beast is still good though. Yes, beast is still good. Greater invisibility, yeah. very good. Uh, the biggest thing, and the coolest part about it, is gonna be steps of the fae. Yeah. And it's just like one of those things where like you just get misty step equal to the number of your charisma modifier, which for me is plus five because I'm an insane person. How many per short rest or per long rest? Uh, you gain all spend on a long rest. 
So it's a long rest. Five, That's still five. Five fucking misty steps. Yep. Dude, having one free misty step can change a battle. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh, God. It's 30 feet. I mean, it, I mean, it's one of those things where... That's so good. So yeah. good. And Beautiful. Then, and, then, and then level six, you get misty escape where you can basically... It basically gives you like extra stuff, like uh, disappearing step. Like if you cast Misty Step, you now have you're now invisible until the oh, start of your right. next turn. Yeah, yeah, the disappearing part. Yeah, yeah. you just, you fucking just disappear. Yeah. Another one is like if you the dreadful one, the dreadful one where like you can make them make a Wisdom saving throw or take psychic, psychic damage. damage. Yeah, love which it. good luck resisting that. Love it. It's really good. And then you know it it kind of falls off a little bit after that because Misty Step is so good. But like you have the Beguiling Defenses, which you're now immune to the Charm Condition, which is really nice. Uh, in addition, immediately after a creature you can see hits you with an attack roll, you can use your reaction to reduce the damage you take by half. So you get Uncanny Dodge. Yeah. And then it's really nice. Bewitching Magic when you use the the Illusion shit. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like those kind of things. Yeah. You can then Misty Step. You get to cast Misty Step <laughs> for free. Which does not count against you. Nope. You just get to cast it. Yep. Insanity. Oh, so good. That's so awesome. Unfucking believable. Is there a negative? Not really. <laughs> There's a reason why this is one of the best reviewed subclasses. 89%, yeah, by the way. Insanity. 89%. I mean, who would be upset at this? You yeah. get to be a fucking. Who are you, 11%? <laughs> yeah. Who, who said no to this? <laughs> the only the only thing I can think of is like maybe you're like like me, you wanted the warlocks to be half casters. And you're just mad. And you're just, <laughs> and you're just salty about it. But like. I don't. Like, it's so fair. <laughs> as, well, no. As much as I agree with that, you can't say that this isn't cool as fuck. Yeah. That's so freaking. That's so neat. Meanwhile, Celestial didn't get much change. Celestial uh, didn't need a lot. No. The I like the patron spells you get. By the way, the ability to heal, the revivify is nice. The Guardian of Faith is a really really cool, good cool one. Spell. Really good. Greater Restoration comes in handy so often. Dude, how many times do we say? Hey, you got this. Unless someone has greater restoration. Yeah. <laughs> like greater restoration. Petrification. Like. Yeah, it, it's such a good, like, versatile spell. Because mm -hmm. like all the bad shit that can happen to you, it's just nice to be able to say, no, I don't deal with that. From a DM's perspective, it's hell. <laughs> Healing light where you can heal someone that you see within 60 feet of you is like their level three thing they get. Like Celestial is already good. Let's be honest. That wasn't a problem. Yeah. Fiend, I think they just wanted to kind of reel in a little bit. You know what I mean? Because Hurl, Hurl Through Hell was... Hurl Through Hell was so Ooh, good. Shit, you know? It was so good. So they're like, okay, you know what? Let's give it a limit, like yeah. 8d10 damage. Yeah. But you still get Hurl Through Hell. Wasn't that also... Wasn't Hurl Through Hell also, like, lower level? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, they it raised used, it up. They went... They bring it to four, level 14, which is crazy. Yeah. Hurl Through Hell is fun, though. It's cool. It, yeah. as Like, aesthetically, it's a really fun thing that they're doing there. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I, I have no problems with... Uh, with the fiend one, I think it's really good. Yeah, I think if it's absolutely one of those things where it can be, and it, fiend is still probably one of the better ones for the heck of like the melee hex blade mm -hmm. because you have dark ones blessing and dark ones own luck, which kind of like really help you along with that kind of thing. Yeah, like uh, you know when you just uh, when you just an enemy to zero hit points, you gain temporary hit points, which is really nice. Even if it's like five, like five hit points at level three is not bad. Yeah, and you're probably gonna kill a lot of stuff, so. The great old one, they're really just focusing on that control. The goo! Yeah, the the uh, that control ability, you know, 
focusing on psychic, right? Clairvoyant mm-hmm. abilities, the ability to do psychic damage. Tasha's hideous laughter. Yeah, great. like it's hunger of Hadar, great. It is re- uh, creating a thrall. Like it's literally mm-hmm. a control. Oh, dude, create thrall is so much. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's, it's it, it is a it is designed to be a control subclass, and I love it. I think it's done. I and they done. they have they have one of the ones that I was talking about, where like any spell that they have, they can change it to psychic damage. Okay, so they can alter the actual yeah. damage type to it. Yeah, they can change spells. When anytime a, any warlock spell that spell that can cast the any warlock spell that you cast that does damage, you can change it to psychic, which is really powerful because you, there are a lot of spells that do like poison damage or like mm-hmm. that kind of shit where like everything in their mother is resistant to poison. You know what's resistant to psychic? Like two things. <laughs> like and it's really good. Now the best thought, the best thing I thought in this whole thing for goo is the eldritch hex which okay. finally brings in the thing that everyone gets wrong about hex where like oh man you get negative on your saving throw no you don't it's only ability checks yeah well not anymore yeah. now it now it actually affects saving throws yeah. so it's the one buff to hex we're ever gonna get apparently yeah and it's much needed <laughs> i i mean i'm not gonna it, it's it's nice it's not good enough to bring me over to the great old one uh, unless I want to do that specifically for a flavor thing. Yeah. If I was going to come over for anything, it would be changing all my damage to psychic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just really good. And a lot of, a lot of uh, enemies do not have that resistance or immunity. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's very, powerful. unless you're in a very specific area, er, like biome Yeah. with very specific care, uh, creatures. No one is resistant to psychic. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right, the last class of subclasses, wizard. Mm-hmm. They didn't release all of their wizard ones, but they still released quite a bit of them. Um, a lot of them are honestly just trying to focus more into the idea of what type of wizard you are. So if you're an abjurer, okay, let's make you an abjurer savant, right? How do we make you extremely good at, at those kind of spells, which is the idea of that class. Right, They have, and they have that for everybody. Like, all the time, no matter which one you do, you get basically blank savant. Yep. So you basically yeah. add diviner. You, yeah, you you add one of your of that particular school's uh, spells to your spell book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I'm just looking through them real quick, and I think and that's that, every time you gain access to a new level of spell. Yes, which exactly, is, which is crazy. Yeah, and looking through them, that's 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 the idea. You're either expending a spell slot of that type, you're mm-hmm. getting extra types of those spells, you're getting better at casting those spells, whatever it is. That's what the main subclasses changes were to those. I really do like Spellbreaker. Like, you always have the spell magic prepared. You can Uh cast as a bonus action, and you have proficiency to your attack, to your ability check to it. I think that's really cool. I think that's really useful. And especially because this spell magic is such a world-breaking spell. Like, now it's even better. Yeah. The Evoker gets that Sculpt spell thing, which Mm -hmm. is... uh, Classic. Yeah, which is literally just moving to level 6 is what they're doing there. But such a good job because like I don't want this to hit you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like so. Well, I mean, potent cantrip will always be good. Yeah. Like it just it just is. So you know. Yeah. Well, I think that kind of wraps up subclasses for us. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. Um, is there another one I wanted to do? Like illusionist is in there too. But they did a bonus action thing. They made something in an action from bonus action. I think it was the illusionist. Uh, gosh, can't remember what it's called. I believe it was. They have a... The Malleable Illusion is not a bonus. Uh, yeah. I mean, the one I was thinking was, going back to the Evoker, was over-channel, which seemed like... It was one of those things where, like, oh, this is almost like a, like a metamagic thing, where like you overpower the spell. Yeah. 
which is what sculpting kind of like feels like. Too. Yeah, it's a, it's it's yeah. cl- it's the closest thing to what a sorcerer would be able to do that a wizard really gets gets to do. And yeah, then, yeah, but yeah, you're right. The illusion, just like it has the minor illusion, improved minor illusion. Is that it? What is it? Which part? Sorry, the which one? Which one did you say? Malleable illusions is now a bonus action. So after you cast illusion spell, that has a uh, duration of one that's, minute. Oh, r- right, yeah. right, right. Because that's one of those things where, like, hey, you are now this, and now you're this. Like, you know. Well, the reason they codified this is because a lot of the times when people cast a spell for like an illusion spell, they want to change it. Yeah. Which you're not technically allowed to do, unless now if you're an illusionist now you can. Yeah. It's like, hey, I want this hallucinatory terrain to look like this now. Yeah. Bonus action. You know. Sure. Which is cool. I think that's cool. It's nice that you don't have to. Expend another spell slot, which you would have had to do besides that. Could you imagine you're in a battle, right? Level six isn't a terrible time for that either. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Like, I'm thinking hallucinatory terrain especially, right? Mm-hmm. You're in a battle, and it looks like there's this giant pit. So you feel like you can't get across because there's a pit. Next round, you're in the sky. You're fucking <laughs> floating. Next round, you're, you're surrounded by lava. Like, if you have traps hidden around an area, illusionist wizard would be fucking cool to yeah. play against. I mean, with, illusionist wizards are already really <laughs> Think Loki. You're going against Loki. You know? If I had to think of, like, the best wizard subclass of the school subclasses that you don't get into, like, the Bladesinger and the, yeah. like, chronologically and the grab like, all yeah. those, like, extended ones. Yeah. I think the two best would probably be Illusionist or Enchanter. Enchanter. Because okay. Enchanting is so good. If you don't have, if, unless you're facing people who are immune to charm. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. There, there there's a, it, it's very versatile as well, Enchanting, because, mm. like, there's so many different effects you can put onto somebody. It's one of those things that you're... If you get enchanted, all your action economy can just go away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Bro, a whole person sucks. Yeah, it does. And if you turn on your friends, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. If you turn on your friends. <laughs> I'd never do that. Or your sister. Uh, anyways. <laughs> um, Look. <laughs> um, I made her do the opposite of turning on me. <laughs> The next one I have for us is weapon uh, changes. Yeah, we got the weapon changes. Uh, so they redesigned the heavy property, right? Sure. So rather than being based on size, it's based on your strength or deck score. It has made it to the logical conclusion of what it should have been in the first place. Yeah. There's no reason that I can think of that just because something is large, someone of opportune strength could wield it. Mm-hmm. And it also makes no sense to limit people's play styles if they want to be a gnome or a halfling yeah. or a kobold or like all, all the other like small available things we can do now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, it's small. So you can't wield a great sword without doing disadvantage, even though your strength is 22. <laughs> like fucking why? <laughs> it, just, it didn't make any sense. And like, I can think of what they were thinking of when they made it. But it feels like one of those things like that was like the first thing they thought of. Yeah. And then they never thought about and it again. they didn't give it enough thought. Like a halfling with 20 strength should be able to fucking carry it. Yeah. You know? It's like they made it, they made a thing for a game that doesn't have ability scores. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, newsflash we do. So yeah. this doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, like, this, like I said, logical conclusion. Uh, flex property is gone. I thought at first I liked that. That I liked that it was gone. I've been rethinking about this lately, and I actually liked Flex now. I liked Flex too. I don't know why. Because it was the idea. The idea, if you guys didn't know, is that you could take a a light weapon, uh, sorry, a versatile uh, weapon. weapon, and use it use the two handed damage, even though you're one handed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
this is so good for not punishing me as a shield user. Right. Because sometimes shield users get punished for being for wearing a shield. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I'm a caster and I can't right. cast. You know, yeah. Something like that. Sure. Um, so I actually liked it and I'm thinking about it now. And I'm like, you know what? Flex should probably go back. Maybe limit which swords can do it or which weapons can do it if you wanted to. However, I uh, we've also been playing with the idea of don't give a weapon necessarily a, a specific feature. Mm-hmm. Give a prerequisite a feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, All a right. weapon mastery. So something to play with there. Um, but yeah, I like Flex now that I think about it. I wish it was back. Yeah, and like the biggest thing that we've that they've done is now they have the mastery of each like each weapon now has a mastery. Yeah. As opposed to a mastery having a weapon essentially. Mm-hmm. Like they've kind of flipped it around, flipped it turnways. Yeah. And I don't like it because there are so many things you can especially when it comes to like the heavy property, like mm-hmm. with the heavy you can do graze or cleave or you know topple or whatever, all, all these things. And then they're like, okay, but instead of being able to do all of that with the weapon that you have, now you need four weapons. Yeah. Which I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So what we've done in, in Pillars of Creation specifically is, and I'm sure we'll do it for all the other ones yeah, as well, yeah. is now instead of picking weapon mastery for each individual weapon, you now pick masteries that you can attribute to weapons you are proficient in. Yeah. So if you choose a, a mastery that you can't attribute to your weapon, that's on you. you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, I would stop you from doing that, <laughs> but yes, essentially. But like, and so I'm thinking about it as, and I appreciate that they still provided that table, by the way, the weapon right. properties table. I like it as a as a recommendation. Yes. Like this is what they recommend Very you use for this. One and yeah, two, you know? exactly. And you choose. I I agree with that um, because we you know I we raised some points about well we have to be careful how we do this you, you know kind of thing because mm-hmm. originally we're like you get weapon mastery and a weapon. Like, no 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 we need to make sure it's based on a property right yeah you know, or something like that. That was my idea because yeah. like why can't you use you know your you know like for instance slow is one of the weapon masteries. There mm-hmm. are no prerequisites for slow. You could theoretically use it on any weapon yeah. because and like and the reason is because you like hit them in the leg or you uh-huh. do something that would slow them down yeah and like i can't think of a reason why you wouldn't be able to do that with literally any weapon yeah and and i was thinking about that look at longsword for example longsword has as uh, a uh, sap right no i think it's vex no it has it's sap it has sap what yeah that's nonsense but like for me i'm like as a weapon master mm-hmm. if i know how to use a longsword really good right sure. i should be able to use the weapon in a way that either saps you, mm-hmm. slows you, or a different thing. You, you know what I mean? Or topples you. That's or topples you. Now mm-hmm. that is based on, is it based on the weapon or is it based on the, the weapon masteries? Mm-hmm. You choose. As a DM, you choose which works best for, right. your, for your table. You know right. what I mean? I think that's, I think it's just better because like otherwise if you, like guys, and like, and this is one of the things where the fighter comes into it because yeah. and we talked about this before where the mm-hmm. fighter has so many masteries and like the idea that the only way to get all, access to all those masteries is to literally carry six weapons on you is like yeah. that's nonsense yeah not everybody's gonna be like for, trying to think of a person no one weapons. does that they have two th- maybe three weapons yeah. usually usually they have two melee weapons and then a ranged yeah. option that's what 95 percent of all like people who use weapons mm-hmm. use them for yeah agree but like and, and then but like rules is written like no you need Oh, you want to use Graze? You need to have a great axe. Oh, you want to use Cleave? You have to use a freaking uh, Halberd. Like, you have to use all... You're going to have four pole arms, two swords, <laughs> one... Like, it's crazy. Yeah. You're, you're, you, would be, you would be encumbered immediately. I don't care what your strength score is. you got eight weapons on you. It's the line from Mass Effect where he's like, have you seen a Turian around here? His name is Nihilus. 
Are you talking about the Tyrion who has enough firepower to level up the whole Yeah, well, that's, that's who I picture walking around. Yeah, and he's, uh, he's had 12 <laughs> guns on him. As opposed to, you know, in, I mean, in, in Mass Effect 1, they have you have four guns on you, which yeah. already looks fucking stupid, yeah, by the way. Yeah, Mass Effect 2, you get the big gun on your back, too, remember? But well, then they limit how many sides right, you Right, but you have, you know, two, you have three weapons, maybe, and on then the one Mass big. Effect, and then one big old fuck you weapon, yeah. which is, like, already, like, you're kind of pushing it now. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, it, like, tri- like, triple that, yeah. and that's what you're talking about. And this is in technology that can be modular. <laughs> yeah, so, like, it doesn't... It didn't make any sense to me. I didn't really like it. I, I thought it would be better to be like, just pick what masteries you want and then pick weapons that can use that. I, you still have to use their prerequisite, yeah. which they included in here for some reason. I don't know why they have that if they already assigned the, the thing to it. But yeah. I think the reason they did that was because I think Battlemaster has the ability to use other masteries... On a, diff- on a specific weapon. They can change. Yeah. Right. They can change it. And I'm just like... <sighs> like I understand that like, Battlemaster is supposed to be like, the, the clever one. And like yeah. that's why they have that. But, like, but it's just like, I don't really I don't really see why that has to yeah. be specifically to them. Yeah. Like if you're giving somebody the mastery of a weapon. Like you've mastered the weapon. You should be able to do anything the weapon can I'm do because you've mastered it. I'm just picturing that one guy who's like in a castle and he's got all his lo- his defense his weapons in yeah. defense. It's just like, all right, now use the bow, now use the crossbow. Yeah, it's just that's, like that's the that's the battle master switching out his properties. <laughs> um, they have to have like four squires holding yeah. one of his weapons that they can hand them to him every round. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, for push, they made it based on size. That makes sense. I probably shouldn't be able to push a giant. Uh, <laughs> so that I, I get what they were doing there. Um, I feel like that would be undone if you have a, like a an orc, because oh, because they count. Anytime you have per, yeah, any yeah. any creature that counts as a size larger than than mm-hmm. than medium, I think should be able to use push. So let's let's change that wording then to say one uh one size larger or smaller than your. Well, no, because one size most, larger, just your, just your size or smaller. Yeah, yeah, your size or smaller. Mm-hmm. Okay, that'd be a good way to do that. Uh, Sap is now um, been tied into versatile because they got rid of flex. Is why they did that. Quarter- or no weapon, you can use your your. Oh, true. You can punch somebody. Yeah, you can do sap with a punch. Uh, quarter staff now has toppled because it was flex. Spear has the sap property. I don't think it had flex. I think it had something else. Long- Are spears versatile? Uh, not that I know. Well, then it wouldn't be track. flex. Flex is a versatile property. Spear is, spear is versatile. So, yeah. Wow. Is it really? Yeah. 1d8. It goes up to 1d8. So, 1d6 to 1d8. Huh. Um, okay. The, what was the other one they did? Uh, Longsword has sap because it had flex. Oh, essentially, anything that was, that was versatile got something new, right? Sap, um, sap on a longsword. Oh, did you see the short sword change? Just whap them the, with the broadside. Short sword is now officially martial. Mm-hmm. That's that's a change now because it's like, hey, scimitar's martial. Why are we not making this martial? Um, so the most damage you can do with a simple is a one d six, I believe. One d eight, one d eight for great club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but it's two handed. And then for the most part, uh, nothing really changed in the damage they're doing. Is, is great which sword is, still two d six? Which is wild because a freaking light crossbow does one d eight. Yeah, I. So here's the interesting thing. I think, and you could you can completely disagree. I think that they should add shield as a damage type. I think you should. They should make the ability to use shield as a like a one d four or one d six. They had like shield bash as an actual thing in three point five, and I'm trying to think of what it was. I think it'd be cool to have thrown ability. Like I know I'm making well, Captain America well, by saying this. Well, but. back in, back in the day, 
back in the day, you had shields that you could use with shield bashing, and then you had spike shields that you would do like actual damage. Piercing damage. Really. Because back in the day, you had some dual damage, which was basically okay. non-lethal damage. Okay. Which is what usually what you would come with when you had like a shield, like you're yeah. hitting somebody in the face. You're essentially just trying to knock them out. Yeah, essentially, and that's yeah. what and. They've changed that in fifth edition to just you can do non-lethal damage if you if want, you want to. to, which BG three does, I think. which is fine. Yeah, um, but yeah, like that's back back in the day. Shield bashing was there was a <laughs> there was a prestige class back in the day where you, there was you literally had two shields and you were using them as. Did defense. you get the Did you get the defense bonus to it from it? Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I know you, it was crazy. Yeah, prestige classes were insane. <laughs> Absolutely unhinged. It was great. Um, yeah, but anyways, I think it'd be cool. I think if someone wants to make Captain America and give it the throne property and shit, why the fuck not? I can't think of a reason why someone wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. But yeah, like, make it a, make it a thing. Make it a fighter subclass. Like a fucking... Instead of brawler. Yeah. Instead of brawler. <laughs> well, just make, make the brawler one the yeah. thing that you, because like, it wants to use weapon. improvised weapons. It wants to throw shit. It wants to do all that make stuff. Make it cap. Make it just... Yeah. Model Captain America after Brawler, yeah. which is hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, they, this isn't new, but they kept back, they kept in the, instead of just being in the DM's guide, there's the long, uh, the, sorry, the musket and the pistol are now officially. They've now, they've now codified weapons, which yeah. I think what that means is that Dez is probably going to get some pistols. <laughs> they might, we might retcon that because she did want them to begin with, so. We'll see what happens there. Huh? I just didn't want them because, like, the, the, the world you're building. The world I was building, like, it didn't make any sense, really. But, like, if we're going to do it, then we might as well do it. And I didn't like the firearms they had in other, like, source books. Mm -hmm. Where it was, like, super fucking powerful. It's like, this is crazy. Yeah. But, you know, if I, we could change crossbow expert to yeah. pistol expert and just do the same thing. Did they... I Sorry, I don't mean to... Did they include misfire in this? If not, I, I do think if you do end up, I think misfire is a great thing. If you roll a natural one or natural two, it fucking jams. Yeah. Because it's such early technology. Uh, I, there, I, there are no jamming things that I can see. I do think misfire would be a fun thing to add to it because now it's like, hey, yeah, absolutely. You can get this gun, but. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, know? to be fair, I kind of already do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because like my mine does it for the Roy. Right. I have a misfire. Well, I mean, like, I mean, yeah. when I do, like, the only misfire that I do is natural ones, and then... Yeah. The, but, like, you will do natural yeah. ones in a world. I do yeah. Well, I was, shit. No, I was, I was going to say, though, like, for <laughs> um for Roy, because when I'm in pistol mode, it's only a, a, a one, mm -hmm. but when I put on the extending range to it, it becomes a, a natural two or lower as a misfire, yeah. because I'm doing more damage with my weapon. Right. It increases the misfire rate. Uh, and it's getting more advanced, I guess you could say. I think that pretty much sums up weapons, though, right? Yep, that's pretty much it. Um, that means spells. Spells. Um, okay, spells, in the most part, the biggest change really comes in the bashings thing with the cantrips. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to look for the, the spells here in 7. They're not in 7. They'd be in... Are you mean... Oh, you mean like actual spells? I can't remember. Did they do any... I thought they did spell changes in 7. Uh, I could be wrong. I think they did... I think they gave a couple... Oh, there it is. Counterspell. Yeah. They counterspell. Changed counterspell. Changed. That's right. Yeah. So Counterspell now requires the target to make a saving throw instead of requiring the caster to make an ability check. Mm -hmm. That was based on, what, 10 plus the spell level or something like that, right? So now it's a saving throw. Um, interesting. I still like your idea of the arcane battle of it. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty cool. It's just... It's too basic right now. Sorcerer's Burst is a D8, so a D6. That's the Sorcerer one. Sorcerer Burst, and it, it, what else does it do? Oh, I didn't look. What does it do? 
I'm pretty sure it explodes, doesn't it? Um, let's see. And by explodes, I mean if you get an 8, you roll again. If you roll an 8 on a d8 for this spell, you can roll another d8 and add it to the damage. Mm -hmm. And then if you, and then it keeps going. Oh my god, the chain reaction? Mm -hmm. That's really fucking cool. That's what exploding means. Whenever you, whenever somebody uses the term exploding it's dice, priming it, for, uh... it, well, it basically means like you roll, like you roll the dice, and if you get the maximum number, it keeps going. That's cool. That's... So like if you roll a six, and then a six, and then a six, you know, you know, did 18 damage on a cantrip. Pretty good. Some entropy shit there. <laughs> it's, not, it's not likely to do that, but it's pretty cool when it happens. Yeah. Oh, we mentioned already in the beginning of the session, but the Arcane Divine Primal's gone, but you and I both like it in the first yeah, place. Yeah, we're keeping that. Yeah. Um, oh, Arcane Eruption is a deck save rather than con save. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, sure, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the, we already mentioned the counter spell. Eldritch Blast and Hex are going back to their original versions. And jump is a bonus action, which I think That's is really good. Cool. That's really cool. Because I thought, I kept looking at him like, oh, I'm going to use jump. It's a full action. No one ever jumps. But you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, that was one of the, I think that was one of the BE changes too, like, or BG changes, Baldur's Gate. Because like they have, jumping is so useful in Baldur's Gate. Yeah. It's useless in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now because they have the, um, now that jump is a bonus action, they, they've basically redone it from, from the ground up. Yeah. Now, the uh, invocation for warlocks that gives you the um, it was one of the, it was like a, the jump spell essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, now it's now that's crazy because you yeah. always have it. It's nuts. You're basically a freaking Jedi. You can do like freaking force jumps. It's nuts. <laughs> that's cool. Um, okay, so moving to the cantrips. This is actually not from seven. This is from eight, by the way, guys. So if you are, if you anybody's looking at PDFs, go find the Bastion and cantrips PDF on mm -hmm. on Earth. That's where you'll find this. They redid them. Uh, and yeah. they, they didn't do all cantrips. Just the ones that they felt were underutilized. Everyone well, knows what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for me, the biggest one that I've already thrown in in our, in our Pillars game is I have Blade Ward now. Because so having good. a reaction to cause disadvantage, it uses my reaction economy, which is important to me because I have a shield and I can, like, you know, deflect the damage away from you. Well, the thing about it is it's, it's more for pure casters because yeah. a lot of pure casters don't have a lot of reaction economy to protect themselves from like they have shield yeah which, which is a spell level like you're using spell which is yeah which is which is a spell well you have to use your first level to cast shield so they have yeah. that and they have probably this and that's probably kind of it yeah there's not a lot of other reactions that anyone really gets mm -hmm. maybe absorb elements but that's also kind of yeah yeah so like yeah it's just a good use of a reaction that you can use constantly Mm -hmm. Every time, if you want to. Yeah, and, and like I said, there there is a cost. Reaction economy and reaction economy, as we use it more and we become better D and D players, mm -hmm. reaction economy is important. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's not for nothing. Once your DM starts to remember that your your attack opportunities cost something, yeah. everything changes. Yep. <laughs> um, acid splash now causes uh, a AOE. Makes AOE. Makes perfect sense. When, the words literally splash, guys. You're like you know. Yep. Makes like, perfect sense. Um, we said the blade ward chill touch is now a touch spell. Huh. huh. Chill touch. That's is wild. It's crazy. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. You mean you, you can't use it on undead? Why can I not use necrotic damage on undead? I mean, it didn't, it didn't really make sense. Like, I understand chill. Like, oh, the chill of the grave. But, like, it should be ice spell. It should be frost damage. Yeah. Uh, friends, you have to make a save. Mm -hmm. Difference there. Um, but now they don't remember it. Like, like it's not like, oh, right. it's not charm. It's, it's not, it's not uh, detrimental to yeah. do it. Poison Spray uh, uses an attack roll rather than a saving throw, which mm -hmm. I agree with. Yeah. Um, produce Flame is a bonus action. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Uh, and then you can use your action to throw it. 
uh, or you know whatever. It was. Yeah, sure. Shillelagh gets better at higher levels. Can we do that with Hunter's Mark, please? Um, <laughs> no, never buff Hunter's Mark. Spare the dying ranged. Yes, like pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. Pretty good. <laughs> and if you're a death cleric or, and, or whatever, and let's be real. Chill touch most of the time. That's gonna be cast through a familiar. Yeah. Oh, grave domain cleric. That's what I'm thinking of. Grave mm-hmm. domain cleric would love that because mm-hmm. they can do it as much as they want. Very um, true. Shocking Grasp now shuts down opportunity attacks, which is kind of cool. Like, you get stunned for a well, second. The re- well, it's, they made it worse. Oh, really? What does it do? Because what it used to do is get rid of all reactions. Oh, okay. Huh. So it used to be, back in the day, before they revert, before they did this... You can't take a reaction. You can't take a reaction and, or a legendary reaction. So that sucks. So if you had a if you had a dragon dragon that had legendary reactions, yeah, they couldn't use them if they got shocked. Oh my gosh! So yeah, they they, they nerfed shock, uh, shock and grasp. And the one that you and I have been talking about, and we're just not. I, I, I'm not sure where I fall. Yeah. Uh, and you you've kind of don't like it as much. True strike. I, if five is ambivalent, I'm gonna get a four. Okay. And like yeah. I slightly dislike it. Okay. Only because it basically takes some higher level um, class features mm-hmm. and just makes them a cantrip. Okay. It's like, oh yeah, like, oh man, you have to get to like level 11 or, to get or 14 to, to attribute your intelligence modifier to your attack as a Bladesinger. Yeah. I have to wait to level 14 to do that. Um, or I could just take two strike. Two strike and you have everything. And then I have it. It's like, yeah. well, then what's the point of these things? Yeah. If all I have to do is take a cantrip, then it's just... Like, and that's one of the things I could do, too, instead of with, for, like, freaking Sephira. Mm-hmm. Instead of taking Pact of the freaking Blade, just cast True Strike. Can you... I'm looking at... Can you use it as much as you want to? Yeah, it's a cantrip. No, as in, can I use it on my... Let's say I had an extra attack. Would that count as a magic action, or would that count as an action? Then? Well, you can't... Well, like, extra attack... Cause, what, are you, what are you asking me? All right, so if I am a give fighter... Me a, give me a... Fight, all right, fighter who has uh, Eldritch Knight, mm-hmm. who has true true strike, and I get attack attack. If I do attack the first one, I can use true strike. Mm-hmm. Can my second attack also have true strike? Or here's, is that here's, here's the thing, though. Yeah. You can't do that because it's a magic action. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm just I was curious about that one. One you wouldn't want to anyway, because you're a fighter. You're probably using your strength anyway. It's not your intelligence isn't going to be higher than your strength. If anything, it'll be the same. Yeah. So you wouldn't want to do that. So even in this hypothetical situation that you come up with, it wouldn't be ideal anyway. Okay. So the only time it's ideal is if you're using it as, like, I could use it as a, um, like you could use it as a, you could use it as an alternate because you have the ability to do that mm-hmm. because you can use you can replace. A thing with a cantrip, and that's a cantrip. Okay. But why would you do that? Is the thing because like you probably have like plus four to your strength or yeah. dexterity, and like plus three to your intelligence because it's a secondary stat to an Eldritch Knight. Yeah. So eh, why? It's like yeah, you probably could, but you probably shouldn't. So okay. the only time it would be useful is if it's someone like me in my in my campaign where like my intelligence is probably gonna be plus five at some point. Mm-hmm. My dexterity is probably gonna be a plus three. Plus two to my attack and damage is something. Yeah, I'll probably and then by that time I'll have two attacks. Yeah, so that's and you don't have to now keep doing decks. You can now just focus on your intelligence. Yeah, exactly. And instead yeah. of being worried about like my dexterity for purposes of damage, I'll still probably worry about it for instances of like dexterity saving throws and initiative. But okay. it's because it, like dexterity is just good. Yeah, but it's just one of those things where 
people were given this as a class feature specifically because it makes sense for that to happen. And now mm -hmm. if everyone can do it, I feel like why make it a class feature? Okay. So like they need to, if they do that, they if they, to. if that goes through, they need to make some erratas to kind of give all of the things that all of the classes that have that, yeah. which off the top of my head is blade singer and artificer. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are others. Yeah. But like, There's a lot of subclasses out there. Yeah, so like you need to give them something that replaces the thing that you're taking. You're not taking it away, but you're yeah. making it basically trivial. Yeah, so you need to add something to this. Yeah, right. Yeah, and like, and, yeah. and people can say like, oh, but like, but if you didn't take it as a cantrip, like you can change your cantrips though. Yeah, that's part of the new stuff is that you can change it. Yeah, like, like once you get to the point where it makes sense to take that cantrip, rest. why wouldn't you? Yeah, long rest. I can if you're, cantrip. yeah, like if you're, if you're the type of character who would use true strike, you are going to take true strike. Yeah. So it doesn't make any yeah, sense to me to fair. have it be that way. Um, now, if you wanted, I, I had a way, I had a, a way that I liked True Strike going in, and I, I think it was a, um, it was basically a cantrip that added, uh, I want to say either D6 or D4 to your attack. Mm -hmm. Like it gave you a bonus to your attack. Yeah. Do you get advantage because of True Strike or no? Yeah, well, the, as it stands, like, the, yeah. the basic one yeah. right now is you use an action to gain advantage on your next attack. Okay. But it's an action, so it's useless. You might as well attack twice. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So that's what it does now. Okay. So my idea was to be some, to, was something like you cast True Strike, and then on, as part of the action of casting True Strike, you can make an attack, mm -hmm. and then you get plus your, you get, like, plus D4, or okay. plus D6 or something, which makes it, like, but you don't get any bonus to your damage. It's just the attack, mm -hmm. because, like, but that's how I thought of it. Huh. But I don't like it the way it is. I would do something else. That's it. Yeah. I just don't I just and, don't like that it, it's taking away the importance of class features on a cantrip. And as we're filming this, this has not... Um, like, the Bastions and cantrips stuff hasn't come out for review yet, so yeah. you don't know the scores of it yet. I'm sure it's close. You know, it's been out for a minute. I'm sure people are just excited for True Strike to do anything. Yeah. So... And here's the thing, it's not bad. Yeah. Like well, the, the, the problem I have with it is not that it's bad. The problem I have with it is that it's really good. Yeah. It's so good, in fact, that it trivializes a lot of the things that some subclasses do, and it takes away from how special taking that subclass is. Yeah. And now you're going to, at some point, get a level up that you felt like you got nothing. Yeah, well, that's essentially it. Like, yeah. I'm going to get to level 14. Like, oh, now you can use your intelligence modifier that you've already been doing for the past seven yeah. levels. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Great, guys. <laughs> um, okay. Um... Moving away from spells, we've already talked weapons. Uh, there was only one feat change in all of this, and it was the uh, ability score improvement enhancement, which actually was already talked about previously in the previous uh, Unearthed Arcana. Mm -hmm. But the idea now is that essentially uh, when you hit level 19, right, mm -hmm. the the last, you know, from going forward, your stats can hit 22. Mm -hmm. So when you get to your level 20 and you get that next ability score improvement slash feat, um, you can now use that, right, mm -hmm. uh, to get to 22. Um, so with, that's, that's cool, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it just increases the cap. A lot of people don't like the 20 cap, so that was their way of saying, hey, at high level, we can allow this. Yeah. Otherwise, the way to do it is magic, right? I mean, to be yeah, and to be fair, by that time, you probably have two or three magic items that are giving Increasing you... Plus, your... tw you're giving you 27 strength or some bullshit. Yeah, like <laughs> the belt of Storm Giant, you know? Yeah, like... I'm bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was honestly the only feat change they had, was just that ability score improvement got enhanced there. Mm -hmm. um, some small glossary changes, just as they start looking at some definitions here. Um, you know, they're looking at ideas like, oh, I just had it pulled up. Dun, 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 dun. 
Um, they're, not, they're now calling things D20 tests, which I think is funny. Yeah. They've codified blindsight a little bit. They've codified yeah, yeah. invisibility a little bit better as well. Um, yeah. The fly speed, gra- they, they've uh, clarified grappled a little bit. Mm-hmm. So now it's like you get disadvantage on attack rolls against a target other than the grappler. You become able to be, like, they can move you. They make a, they specif- specified the escape. Mm. Which I think they already had, but still. Yeah. Uh, codified help action, changed uh, inspiration to heroic advantage. Uh, that's that's about, about it. it. Yeah. I, 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 now they did, they tried to do this with invisible thing, this thing with invisible, where like it, the people keep saying invisible doesn't make any sense because if by because rules is written, if you can see invisible creatures, they're still counted as invisible, so you still exactly. get disadvantage. Yeah. And like, oh, okay, we should go in there and we should specify. And I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, you didn't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> what does it now say for the invisible? It says, uh, you can't be affected by anything that requires you to be seen. You have uh, advantage on initiative. Attack rolls against you have disadvantage, and your attack rolls have advantage. If a creature can somehow see you, as with magic or blindsight, you don't gain this. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so that's they, the they last spe- line. Okay, so they did fix it. They specifically made it. Okay. If they only can see you, you don't get this advantage. But okay. you still get... Concealed and uh, surprise. Okay, which makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. It's interesting. Okay. Uh, and then the last one that I want, like, they changed long rest, so now you get all your HP and all your hit dice back. Yes, instead of half your hit dice. Yes. Yeah. Which is significant. Um, I suppose nobody was doing the half the hit dice. Well, I was. <laughs> I, I do because I used, uh, what do you call it? Um, when I make a character, I do D and D Beyond for all my short rest and half and long right. rest. So it does it for me automatically. Rules wise, I yeah. love that that sounded like an ad for D and D Beyond. <laughs> yeah, well. I think there was one other thing that I thought was interesting that they spe- they specified. Oh yeah, influence as an action. Yes, yeah, which is a you get a check, right? It's like yeah, a persuasion. It, it's or basically any it's basically any time you tell me that you want to do something to interact with another creature or yeah. person and like you're trying to like oh yeah, I want to talk to them and be like make them my friend. Instead of me just saying like okay, make this role, you're it's it's essentially exactly what we've been always been doing except yeah. now it's been codified as an, a, action. an action. Yeah. So yeah. So now if now if you wanted to do it in in battle, in combat, you would have to combat. use the action. Yeah. So to that's, persuade or perform right. or unless, you intimidate. Know, unless your DM lets you do it for free, but don't because <laughs> make it make it harder for your characters. Yes, kill them. Uh, anyways, overall thoughts. Uh, I really like the Warlock. It's pretty good. I really like um, the Weapon Masteries mm-hmm. with my tweak on it. I like the idea of Weapon Masteries. I think it's they kind of got bogged down by assigning them to each particular weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, Bastions are really cool. I... There's so much to go through that, like, we just... I feel like we could have a whole episode. It's outside of the yeah. scope of this episode. Talk yeah. Talk about it today? Yeah. <laughs> Not to rush you beautiful people. It's snark from a cat. <laughs> snark from a cat. Um, besides that, like, you know, barbarians were fun. Sorcerers were good. Spiders were good. Wizards have always been good. Like, there's there's nothing... I, I hesitate to think there's anything particularly bad about this particular playtest. Yeah. I think everything that they did was good. Yeah. Yeah, the, the only thing now in my my new foundation of understanding, I liked Flex. So I'd like Flex back. 
Yeah. Give me flex back. I think flex, uh, <laughs> honestly, if you know, you bring, I mean, you can bring, I can just you do it, can just do it yeah. yourself. So yeah, yeah, like that's fine. I wouldn't be mad about it. And yeah. it, it doesn't affect any of my games that I'm in with you anyway, because I think I'm a caster. In both. Actually, no, I'm a barbarian caster, nonsensical person yeah. in the Mass Effect one. So maybe that would, that would apply, but yeah. Um, yeah. My, my overall impression is I think I, I like what they did. Mm -hmm. The cantrips that were not being used have mm -hmm. reasons to be used. The, yeah. We can talk about Bastions later. We can talk um, the subclasses. The Path of the World Tree is a fucking cool subclass. Mm -hmm. um, Warlock, like you said, the Archfane now has even more. Like, you have reason to play this besides <laughs> just a really cool thing. It went from the objectively worst one to yeah. the... Not objectively best one, but yeah. like a very viable option. Probably the most interesting patron already. Now you get mechanics to go with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I chose Fae Patron for Saphir specifically for flavor. Patron, right? Yeah. Like that was, it was just a purely a flavor thing. I barely use her class abilities, mm -hmm. mostly because I have a fuck you fire staff, but either yeah. way. I love the new take on Sorcerer. I think there, I think there, a lot of this was in a better direction than actually what they did with six. Yeah. I, th I think six had some really good moments mm -hmm. and some moments where like, come on guys, like, can we, can we step it up? Yeah. You know, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Seven was like, good job. Like you, yeah. you are, you're honing in on some stuff. I, I still don't know why, wanting. I still don't know why sorcerers are able to speak dragon. Yeah. Kind of weird. But they get wings back. But wings are cool. <laughs> Can't be mad at that. And I think that's a, a pretty good note for us to end on. Wings yeah. are cool. Wings are cool. <laughs> I stand by that statement for yep. sure. <laughs> Uh, so this is uh, John from Lizards Locations here at Tavern Ramblings, also joined with... Andrew, I'm here to dot your bios. <laughs> and uh, we hope you enjoyed it and tune in next time uh, as we ramble and we continue to ramble. It gets longer every time, guys. Every time. I'll keep them to a time limit next time. She won't. Good luck. <laughs> I won't even be in the room again. <laughs> You're not in the room where it happened. All right. All right.